0: Oh, hello. Well, what can I say? It's been way too long. I've been aging this episode for a good eight months now uh, through a series of events over the last you know, year plus um, through the pandemic, through COVID. Uh, the last real episode I put out was, was in March of 2020, uh, right at the front of the pandemic with Barclay Brewing. And I sputtered out a few quarantine episodes. I didn't I didn't love the, the Zoom thing. I just like being around the people and being in the atmosphere when I'm talking about stuff. Uh, so then last year in February, I went to... Uh, this year, actually, in February, I went to Brothership uh, to interview my friends, uh, Ryan Willig and, and Kyle Bright and Tom Soltis and the rest of the gang up there. And it was amazing, uh, but just... I was just busy and I really don't have any excuses. I've been sitting on this episode for way too long. I'm finally getting it out. I love the episode. I don't know why I haven't gotten it out. I was just kind of upset that I didn't have more content. I hadn't been going to other places to get it. And I finally decided we're just going to release this episode on its own. It deserves to be out. Um, I love these guys. They're one of the best breweries uh, in Illinois right now, especially if you're talking about the haze and uh, the, the, they're coming up in all aspects, but they kind of built their bread and butter off the haze. But just ever since I I started working in an actual brewery now these days, I'm pretty much engulfed by my day-to-day there. Uh, It's just an amazing experience so far working with P3, but um, been over a year now I've been there and it just kept me off the podcast. I'm I'm not folding it in yet there's still, I mean, if you want, if you have somebody you want to hear, or if you are a brewer or a brewery listening, please reach out to me. Uh, I would love to find some time. Uh, I had a newborn this year as well. So been, been really busy. It's hard to find time to get away. And like I said, I don't like doing these unless it's in person and in, in the space and kind of feeling everything while, while I'm talking to the people that are, that are running the business. But, uh, this was a super fun episode. Like I said, it's got all my favorite people. I obviously had the connection to the area from Craft in 1979. These guys came through those doors quite a bit. That's how I met them. Um, and that's when they were home brewers. But some cool stories to tell here. And their story is pretty amazing. So... Uh, hopefully we get some more content for you guys and, and get some more of these episodes out in the, the near future. Uh, I apologize for anybody who used to run on the elliptical or do their exercise or clean their house or do their laundry while they were listening to the podcast. and I kind of left, left it silent for over a year, but... Uh, we'll, we'll try to slowly but surely get, get back on the horse and see what the Chicago landscape's up to in the brewing world. So for now, enjoy this episode here out of Mokina, Illinois Brothership Brewing. Alright, now we're seriously rolling. It's, it's been a long time since I've been back on the horse, and I'm glad to be uh, getting back on it with you boys. So uh, I'm uh, here at Brothership Brewing in Mokina, Illinois joined by some awesome uh, friends of mine. It's been a long time coming since we talked about recording this episode. So uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourselves real quick. Just say hello, let's get the voices connected. All right, Ryan Willig, um, one
1: of the co-owners and brewers here at Brothership Brewing. Tom Soltis, co-owner,
2: operations.
3: Uh, Kyle Obright, also a owner and
0: brewer. See, two of those voices you will have heard on this show at some point if you have been listening for the last few years. But uh, at that at that point, you were humble homebrewers, I believe. With we're, we're still humble. St- well, I mean, I'm not saying you're not humble. We're I'm just saying, uh, now making, you're,
3: making a little more gallons.
0: Yeah, so a couple more gallons, a couple <laughs> more little sizable tanks. And then my lovely friend who I used to help out every time in the, in the crafted 1979 Isles of beer, Tommy Soltis. It's hey, me. Hell yeah. I mean you guys you guys uh have a have a really cool and like really organic story to me. It was kinda what this whole podcast was like started upon. I always wanted to hear stories like your guys's. I didn't like the you know, we got a bunch of seed money from like my, my stepdad, so we were able to open a brewery. It's cool that you guys found like five people to just kind of say like all right everybody's a part of this we all have ownership we all have a role here to play and it doesn't work without everyone so Mm -hmm. um yeah i had your guys's homebrew that's how we became even you know acquaintances and then friends i hope i hope you guys sit in that camp with me
1: 100 percent. definitely absolutely yeah, the first time you tried our homebrew, that, that's kind of a good story.
0: It was blind, which <laughs> is was, awesome. And it was warm. Which is so rare. It's so rare, in like uh, especially in like the bottle shop setting that was at Crafted, obviously. Uh, that's where I worked for I don't know, a couple years with uh, Denver and Dan. Um, and I think it was Denver. Well, yeah, it had to be Denver. You guys were in. It was early in my time there. And he he just said, I'm not going to tell you what this is. Just try it. And it was New England-style IPA. I mean held it up it's got that light color that i liked you know that that not so like burnt orange but like that nice sunny glow and i tried it and i was i'm like trying to guess brands or like like who who makes this like this is this is outstanding and i've given it to a friend of mine who came to visit me that night like mike you gotta try this like this this is outstanding they won't tell me what it is and then denver like i think he walked me over to you ryan and was like this is their homebrew and i was like god damn it like Every story about home, here's my homebrew, ends in like trying to spit it out somewhere without them seeing it. And here I'm like, I want a four pack of this, you know? That's
1: funny.
3: Yeah, we never wanted to be the uh, here's my homebrew, it's fantastic. <laughs> um, now you guys know know were really cool
4: think. about it.
1: It's, it's still fun to, to look across the, the brewery and see people try the beer for the first time and get their raw reaction. I think yeah. that's always cool.
3: Yeah, from that standpoint, not much has changed. It's been a lot of like you <laughs> right. know, you you give someone a beer, they don't know that you're you're a brewer or an owner or anything. You give them a beer, and you gotta kind of look at them when, <laughs> when they're taking a sip and be like, "All right, we're all right," you know. Like,
0: like even if you're just peering from a corner, like hiding, like is that guy was <laughs> that guy watching me? Like he's <laughs> like, "No, I made it. I made it. I'm not trying to creep you out." Uh, no, it, this was at, like crafted, and obviously Denver and Dan ho- had that kind of feel at their place. It's just like. Every, it's community. It's like let's try everything. Let's share beers. That kind of that kind of thing. So, when he handed me something like that, I didn't think. I thought maybe like, not saying that the taste equivalent, you know, was equivalent, but I was just like, you know, maybe he's handing me a treehouse. Maybe he's handing me a trillium or something. Somebody brought in a can they're sharing, and I'm like, okay, this is like a fucking awesome. And at that time, that was probably 2018, very early on, maybe or mid mid 2018, yeah. and there. There was really good New England style IPAs, but it wasn't like now where it's like you could throw a rock and hit like a decent New England style IPA in the Chicago market, you know? So I'm like thinking of everything outside the box besides some dudes that are brewing five or 10 gallon batches in a garage on the weekends, you know?
1: (laughs) Absolutely.
3: Yeah. It's kind of how, I mean, we started. We were like, you know, these uh, New England IPAs are really neat, want to get our hands on these. And we would trade. I mean, back when beer trading was... (laughs) <laughs> a little bigger than I think it is now. I know it still kind of goes on, but, uh, you know, we were like, all right, this is great. How do we make this? Oh, we got to do this, this, and that to even get a four-pack on It's like
0: necessity almost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
3: I mean, but you mentioned, you know, Trillium Treehouse. I remember
1: the first time I actually got a New England IPA um, and... I poured it out, and I thought, oh, wow, there's something wrong with this beer. <laughs> it does not look right at all, but somebody took the effort to give this to me, so I, I tried a few sips, and then it just kind of changed my whole perspective on what an IPA could be, and that's where, you know, it kind of dovetailed into, can't, you know, There at that moment, that was, that was even before what you mentioned, 2018, you're talking probably six years ago from now, and it's like, there's not too much of this out here. What is out here is pretty hard to get, and... You know, someone's making this. Can we potentially make something that's like this? And that's
0: kind of where it took off. Yeah, you guys are in a unique position. And, I mean, it definitely at the time, like, when I I met you guys, it was definitely a unique position. But um, so many stories of the breweries that we're familiar with now and in the last five years started with, like, something completely different. Like, the the thought that Ryan said, like, I looked at this beer and thought, there's something wrong here. Um, So many of their stories started with that in the fact of, like, this is not clear. This is not crisp. This is not clean. This is not malt forward. I don't know what this is. You guys, once you got your brewing chops at home, you guys started with this. This was like, this is New England style IPA is what we wanted to make, whereas a lot of people started to begrudgingly make them later on in their careers as, as professional brewers. Now, you guys have a unique thought, and like you guys started this place basically on the back of a New England IPA.
1: Absolutely. yeah Yeah.
3: it was always a style that we kind of leaned on when we would uh go and say all right let's make a batch of beer got to make one of those awesome new england style ipas i mean we just dug the style so much and when we got it going you know we could kind of see some people in the area that were doing it well and and you know gathering some hype and and it's a style that's uh i mean at one point that there there was people saying you know will it be around forever and (laughs) I think it's here to stay and, uh, you know, it's just nice to be able to uh, be recognized as one of the better uh, in the area and we hope beyond. 100%. it's
1: funny because, you know, we started homebrewing. I actually started homebrewing. I got a, um, one of my good buddies, Cody, um, his wife, Laura, got a homebrew kit for him um, for his birthday. And that's kind of where the thought of brewing for me personally started. Um, which dovetailed into to much more obviously but you start brewing to make beer that you want to drink and then when Kyle and I started brewing together we're obviously brewing beer that we're splitting up and we're drinking together but it gets to a point where in our story we weren't
0: drinking really any of our beer
1: (laughs) we ended up sharing you guys
0: became like king of the swing tops you guys had so many swing tops there would be like Facebook posts like, "Hey, uh, you know, Ryan and Kyle are gonna show up at Crafted or wherever at seven o'clock tonight with we we'll have a cooler full of swing tops of our latest <laughs> experimental New England style IPA," and people would show up. It would literally drive business. Like, you're not selling it, you're not p- asking for money. You're just, you're just like, "Hey, guys, we I want an opinion. We're trying to make this better." Like,
1: yeah, no, I mean, I we we I think Kyle would agree. I think we both love like seeing the reaction of people trying the product of our hard work because. Everybody who brews beer, whether it's at home or professionally, knows the time and effort it goes into making a batch of beer and all the steps that need to go right to get there.
0: It and hilariously, like usually, I, I would have said I probably asked this question to you guys on a personal level at some point. But now sitting here, I'm thinking to myself, is Tom? Is that how you connected with them? Was it? Is it one of those days where they just came in and poured some, exactly. and like Denver handed you one or one of us, and you were like,
2: the I, fuck? I think I owe you a big thanks. Um, I think you're the one that more or less introduced me to the guys. So. Oh, well,
0: it could be and I was always, like, you know, just talking about them constantly yeah. when, when people would come in and they'd be like, oh, I like New England IPAs, and, you know, that conversation would drive somewhere, and then all of a sudden, you know, homebrewing came up, I like, you should see these guys that come in here. Like, yeah. Yeah. they're members here, and they just make this ridiculous homebrew that, that's better than most of the stuff on the shelves.
2: Yeah. That's exactly how it happened. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I said, I think it was you that said, you got to try this. Yeah. So.
0: I mean, I give a lot of credit to Denver because Denver had like, not not credit for your guys' success or anything, but Denver was like the one who gave me the beer and was like, he was hooked on your guys' shit. He wanted to tell everybody he could tell about what you guys were making on whatever. Would you guys have a five-gallon at that time or a 10? you guys making 10-gallon batches? We'll, we'll or know,
3: five, and then sometimes we would feel a little more ambitious and just do kind of uh, the equivalent of a double brew day and Not get, get a 10 than batch. Not much different than what you're doing today. now.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: yeah, sometimes we make 10 barrels. We feel ambitious. We'll make 20, <laughs> <laughs> 20 barrels. that's a 10-barrel brew house, right? right? Yeah, we, we have a 10-barrel.
0: Yeah, it's a nice fucking brew house. There's a lone
3: a twenty barrel fermenter, and then uh, we got four tens. But uh, yeah, I don't want to jump too it. far ahead. But yeah. when you're
1: when you're making a f- uh, you know a five gallon batch on mm-hmm. a burner with a ten gallon kettle, and then you order one of these ten barrel brew houses, that's intimidating.
3: Yeah, yeah it can I be can a see scary, the huh? uh, the old mash tun on top of our cooler right now, <laughs> <laughs> and it is uh, it's a cooler yeah so. <laughs> that's amazing
1: yeah the last time the homebrew equipment came out i made it seltzer on it so <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yeah dude
0: we're familiar with that now it's what's going down <laughs> it's it's life now you have to have it well now we've all, we've all come full circle and the new england style ipa talk and we're all sitting in uh, the four of us at a table with a bunch of pilsners that you guys made in front of us because <laughs> we're grown-ups now and this is what we do we drink pilsners now, we figured this can be a two-hour podcast, like a lot of these have been over the last three years. Might as well have a pilsner rather than some nine percent bangers.
3: Those will come. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
4: they Those always. Come. Yeah,
0: that's a problem. Is like the pilsner makes you think it's a good idea to move on to that stout, which I'm definitely going to be asking for the vanilla space debris at some point. So, uh, no. But getting back to like uh, the, the kind of genesis of everything. Uh, the other thing that cracks me up about the two of you guys, I mean, the name wherever it came from, it makes a ton of sense because there's so many people that have seen you guys or like tasted your beer when you guys did those things. Like, hey, try this, you know? And they're like, oh, they're brothers. Like, <laughs> you guys could be brothers. I mean, visually, you guys could be brothers. I- we both have one nice beards.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we we jokingly said that that should be on the um, FAQ page that we don't have on our website. <laughs> that <laughs> brothership brewing does not mean that Kyle and I are brothers. <laughs> Um, yeah, none
3: of us. None, none of the five are, are brothers.
1: No, nope, no siblings. No name that,
3: that, that hit one night, and we we're just like, let's roll with it. I think he Denver goes.
0: still takes credit for that some on some level. You I'm know not what?
3: Sure. It occurred um, actually. At Kraft, dude. Yeah, <laughs> actually, Ryan's uh, brother-in-law Ronnie. Uh,
0: yeah, we, if we're giving real credit.
3: Yeah, here we go. I mean, <laughs> we'll get into the dude. the story back in the. You mean
0: the greatest electrician ever faced? <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's true. Yeah, he did electrical work at. Oh uh, Kraft my god, then. he's
0: the best. Ronnie but, is uh, the man.
3: We had an old brew bros chicago instagram page and then we were uh, (laughs) you know obviously taken by multiple coffee shops and uh uh, Mm -hmm. breweries around the land so when we started entering some competitions and getting a little bit more serious and thinking hey you know maybe we want to open up an actual brewery we're like all right (laughs) let's give us a name and uh one of us called crafted the mothership at that point, <laughs> and uh, you know I was meet you at the mothership. You know we'll have some beers, and you know you sit around and drink, and you think Brew Bros, mothership. Uh, what about brothership? And mm-hmm. you get the whole space theme, and that's mm-hmm. kind of
4: endless. That's, your, that's what was tied <laughs> you together. Guys, and then.
0: You guys could have d- been so corny with that space theme if you wanted to, but you guys really did a good job with it. Like like it really <laughs> it came out nicely in the decor, everything like it fit in the physical space. Yeah, like I mean, not for people to that who've point ever, where you're like, "All right, we get it. You're fucking alien related." Yeah, it's a like theme, it, but you
3: don't have to shove it down anyone's throat. Yeah, you know, it can be subtle, fun, like, and super
0: comfortable. Right. I love the lighting back here in the space we're sitting. I mean, it's 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 just little little touches, little cool things,
5: you know.
1: And for people who haven't been to the tap room, we went for like a hangar type feel. Yeah. So you have crates on the wall, you have uh, you know, kind of the feeling like you're in a, in a hangar. And then when we we actually. For people who knew us early on we had our brothership logo that you you probably know and love that Ooh, Joe's wearing right now. Wearing. You can't see uh-huh. it. Uh-huh. Um and then Tom and his wife Diane came through and and gave us that new streamline logo that you're probably very familiar with, the the brothership brewing uh spaceship. Mm-hmm.
0: So back to back bees. Big yes, black action. Yes. <laughs> yeah, don't don't say that. You end up getting a letter
4: you're gonna have to stop you're gonna have to stop making that yeah, exactly that's
0: what i'm saying you're gonna get a, you're gonna get a letter about oh, that it's, yes, I'm be like no no no. you can't take big blacks <laughs> i don't know that guy <laughs> can't take his IP. A pretty cool guy <laughs>
3: well he yeah that guy
0: you guys end up on uh on ridiculousness is that is that rob your yeah, show that's now isn't that doing. his thing now that's what he's doing right mm-hmm. i mean and, even uh, the area 51 naming beers is fucking hard i'm glad you guys have like a kind of a framework to to that's, get it. That's to
1: a get funny in. story because area five point one came from when when I originally told my dad that, you know, the brewery was gonna happen, like I it looks like it's gonna happen. He's like, How about I thought about this name, Area five point one. And I was like, oh that's a very corny like dad joke. That's never gonna work. I
3: loved it from
1: step one. I and loved it. And then we're brewing <laughs> what you
0: got against dads, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Nothing.
0: <laughs> kidding kidding.
1: We're brewing we're brewing the first uh the first Pilsner. And you know, we're running around, we don't know what we're doing. Um, <laughs> there's all kinds of fires going out. And we're like talking about what's the alcohol gonna be on the beer, and we're like, it's gonna be around like five point one percent. And it just kinda clicked <laughs> in my head. I'm like <laughs> <laughs> area 5.1 and i told kyle and i think he loved it from from <laughs> the beginning <laughs> he
0: just said he did
4: and uh, yeah yeah <laughs> We will always with
3: side it. with the, the borderline dad joke <laughs> or or a good pun i'm just Stay a corny. big fan of that Stay corny. <laughs> so yeah, you get a lot right. of people
1: they ordered area 51 a lot of people get it area 5.1 but mm-hmm. it, <laughs> i love it so it's awesome
0: yeah i mean this is the what we're drinking is what the second time you guys brewed it third. or third third okay three See, it's pretty impressive, though, that you were able to move that much Pilsner in that um, short amount of time it's during a, a pandemic. It's a
3: sells, man. It, it, it goes well. We have a... Uh you know, Pipe Fitter Union, not too far the from local, us. Yeah, man. Yeah. You, got the, you
0: got the local squad here. You got guys that
3: come in you. and say, you know, what? give me a beer. Like, this is pretty much what we'll turn to. And if they like this, then we'll maybe go to our hoppy wheat. And if they like the hoppy wheat, maybe we'll gateway them into a New England style IPA, you know. That's crop like a, circles,
0: right? That's yeah. the wheat. So how many times have you done the wheat? Well,
1: so crop circles was B1 of the wheat. We have galactic wheat on right now. We changed oh, okay. the hops up a little bit, so it's like a a lightly hopped wheat. That, all right. You know, you can appreciate as someone who wants a wheat, but also it kind of, like Kyle said, it might be a gateway into a New England IPA.
0: Yeah, I, I'm like tempted to jump all over the place right now with all the other things, but uh, well, I'm going to try to keep it linear and keep keep the story, that, you know, kind of moving where we, were, where we were going. So obviously I spent time with you guys as customers and uh, work at the bar at Crafted and then watched you guys kind of. I see you guys in the back of the tap room sometimes like on a weekend and then all of a sudden like John and Tom would be there and I'm like, oh, Ryan and Kyle are not <laughs> hanging out with their, their ladies or their or their other friends like Cody or Ron mm-hmm. and I see Tom who I've seen Tom in all the time grabbing beer, you know, I see Dr. John in every once in a while and then I'm seeing these meetings I'm kind of like curious and Denver's being real kind of like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: it fits the theme. It's very classified feeling. Yeah, no, I
0: love, I love that. Could you guys? I mean, is it unclassified at this point, or oh, is it's it? All uh, yeah, well, let's, yeah, let's let's hear a little bit about how, how it started because that is literally I have no idea well, how I think, you guys. I think Tom would probably be able yeah. to explain yeah. that the best. Like, how did the conversation yeah, uh, start? Yeah, I mean, lead
1: us off from like that night we met. Well,
2: there you go. Bring it in. I was I was at Crafted and uh, had the opportunity to try their beer and. Uh, I was with a good friend of mine, and I rely a lot on what he says as well. Um, if there's anybody that's been to more breweries than me, it's, it's, it's my buddy Jim. And uh, we had a lot of good beers that night and had the opportunity just to, to have a, a small taste. And I, I didn't believe what I was tasting the first time I had it. So I actually went up to him and asked him. I said, can you give me another little splash of that? <laughs> just because I thought my taste buds were playing tricks on me. So, um, so I, you know, I introduced myself and, um, I think later on that night, uh, I just said, you know, I'd really like to, to talk to you guys, you know, about what your future plans are and... They gave me their email address. I uh, emailed them back that next day, and I think we met like two or three days later. Yep. Did Kyle r- give you
0: his email address. Y- yeah. Kyle at gmail dot com. Y- Yeah. Oh, okay. It's a Is Hot that the
2: one? Hot, hot mail. Hot. hot <laughs> what? Hot mail. Oh, <laughs> <at> hotmail <laughs> right? Yeah. M-A-L-E. Yeah. Actually, Hotmails
3: that that, that meeting yeah. that we uh, that we went to, I guess meeting, make it sound right. a little bit more official. Yeah. Uh, we re- it was at Crafted. And, uh, it was, there was a Sunday a st- morning, I believe. It was yeah. Before it, they opened, it, it wasn't busy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we went in. It was, I mean, it was just you know us for the most part. But there was a stack of chairs. I went to go get one uh, for Tom. His hand was kind of in between. I think also doing the same idea.
0: Oh, he's trying to help. So so, so I
3: went I went to go grab it, and I hit his finger. And to this day, he will say that, that it didn't hurt or that he doesn't remember. But I remember taking this chair off, wedging his finger between two chairs and thinking, all right,
0: this is off to a great start. <laughs> did you know that he also got his hand caught in the door it crafted once and like fucked his hand up? Yeah, yeah.
2: Bad hands. Keep those man. hands to yourself. Bad, exactly, in my pocket. Sure. Keep them out of harm's way. So uh, so you
0: guys met on like a Sunday morning, just a, just a little. like, yeah, we e we met on a like, Sunday morning. So what did you like? Hey, Denver Dan, you mind if we pop in before you open? Like yep, basically, like, yeah. I think uh, we
1: actually got the hours wrong. I think we were we weren't trying to meet that. Yeah, the oh, no Because yeah. I remember we we pulled up that day and
0: there was yoga going on. We're like, this is going terrible. Like <laughs> <laughs> Crafted
1: is closed. We probably proposed Crafted. Yeah, and we
0: didn't even know the hours. <laughs>
1: we're sitting in the car and someone showed up early, and then it was kind of that. Thank, Thank you, Tom. You. Thank you.
0: It's a beautiful shirt you have on. It's got my face. <sighs> Go ahead. Self-promotion.
2: So it was basically, you know, we, we started talking. I've I told I was a um, crappier drinker since 92, and they said, well, hell, at 92. Pete's we- Wicked Ale? Uh, we were drinking. Yeah. <laughs> Goose Island. Going. I wasn't legal in 92. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Goose Island on uh, North and Clyburn was my, my quote-unquote home brewery. I wasn't
0: legal in 2002. <laughs> I, mean, I, no
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was two years old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> same,
2: same. <laughs> yeah. Now we're just making fun of the old guy. <laughs> hey, I it. It no, that, no, those no. are just facts. No. No, That's no, no, the, no. statistical I data. So, you know, uh, I had the opportunity Wait. to go out east. uh you know, about four or five years ago, and that's where I first got into Other Half and, and uh, The Alchemist. Um, beers like that, you know, to where I found where I like my beers at. I mean, I've been drinking all kinds of styles since 92, of course, but uh, really fell in love with the Hazies, uh, New England style. Um, and... Uh, you come to Chicago, and like you said, there's a lot of uh, hazy brewers out there right now. And, now, uh, now there is. Yeah, exactly, yeah, now, now there is, is. exactly. Um, but there was something about when I had their, their beer for the first time. I, uh, It was like, you know, we say that you meet your... You meet your the love of your the life soulmate. Yeah, you meet your <laughs> soulmate. soulmate. Oh, yeah. Cool. No, well, it was. Did you get it the was, color? It like, was, the, was It was something the about
0: the color and the and the the consistency of it, the yeah. the visual, the 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 taste of it. Obviously, you get the. I I remember them fighting uh, for the for their aroma. Like they, they right. were they were always like experimenting, and we're gonna try this hop combo, we're gonna try this. Like this one, the nose is popping. This one, maybe it wasn't. We're gonna try this different process, whatever it was. And they and they just started to build it up, build it up, right. and it was just better and better and better every time and you know yeah they had ones they like maybe they didn't love and then everybody else is like this is fucking awesome well, and they're just like eh, it's not where we well, want I, it you know it's uh, i'm well, glad you like it and and th- another big thing that ryan always told talked to me about i feel like uh was keeping keeping the lactose out of it keeping yeah, the absolutely the smoothers and the sweeteners and things that you know well it just
1: was never a part of what we fell in love with the style mm-hmm. so i mean it, it's nothing against it it's just um you know, we fell in love with a flavor profile that we didn't feel included that ingredient. So um, that's just kind of what we stuck with, and we were we were making the beer we wanted to make, and we didn't we didn't use that ingredient. So. Um,
3: yeah, it was never something that was, like, uh, desired. Nobody said, hey, can you guys make this a little bit more sweeter? Or, hey, this yeah, would be great exactly. if it was a little more sweet. Yeah, yeah we were getting um, what we
1: wanted to out of the grain bill. Yeah, cool. we got like a lot know, of people.
0: They either wanted to sweeten it or they wanted to thicken it, kind of, or, you mm-hmm. know, add that viscosity to it or something. But, yeah, I mean.
2: And that's always been part of the mm-hmm. charm for me with their beers, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the fact that it is lactose-free, so. Mm-hmm.
0: so.
3: Yeah, aside from the... the beer aspects of it it just doesn't kind of sit well with some people so
2: it's
0: nice that um,
2: there's definitely a market for it i mean there are brewers out there that yeah. use it and use it well 100 percent. yeah there's
0: amazing yeah. beers with lactose out there sure. that, that like i love sure. i love the taste you know but, but you, a lot of times you want to drink 16 ounces of it but, right well but uh, you know, it's definitely a, a desired ingredient for the public in in some regards but to a lot of people are looking at something like what they talked about you know two years ago like we found a way to make this thing have a nice mouth feel and a nice silky, you know, body without having to kind of sit on. I don't want to call it a crutch because it's some people. It's a choice, you know. It's it's not really a crutch. It's like they prefer that kind of mm-hmm. heavier-handed sweetness. Whereas some people, I think, especially now, I you start to see these people coming back to West Coast or people looking for a hybrid or something that's going to give you that reminder and that bite of an IPA, but also still kind of give you the tropical and the citrus and that color and that visual in a glass.
1: I mean, in in a lot of cases, my best example is, um, you know, hops add the flavor. It's similar to like a lemonade. So if you do lemon and water, you have lemon water. It has some tang, it has some harshness. You add sugar, you have lemonade. So whenever you add sweetness to something that has that good flavor profile, you're going to get Something that's different, something more that's you know you take that lemon and water, you make it lemonade.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: When life kinda, gives what <laughs> life gives you lemons, right? Uh, exactly. Okay,
0: <laughs> see you love those dad jokes. You like fucking <laughs> you five point 1, one best beer name ever. Set it up on a tea <laughs> forum. So so this meeting, like what what was the meeting like? Was it, it was I think it Tom, was, Tom, Tom I've, I've waited on you at Crafted. I've I've chilled beers for you. I've poured beers for you. I've you know we talked about beer before. I never looked at you and was like this guy he's fucking ready to get in on a brewery sometime soon you know i never would have thought like you were you look like you were nine to five you were coming in you were coming in to grab the weekly drops you know whatever it was like hey i'm i'm on my lunch i'm gonna come grab it i got a half day today i'm gonna come grab my beer like can you can you set this aside for me never never what would i thought like i'm looking to get in on the ground floor of a fucking awesome brewery
2: in all honesty i've always my dream was to have a brewery or be a part of a brewery, I should say um, we had I had discussions um, in the nineties with a couple guys uh, didn't pan out for whatever reason and and then you don't know, you just uh, become a dad and you you go to work like you said nine to five and uh, the dream was and always there butt-
0: button ups and in yeah. khakis absolutely is, you know?
2: and the dream was always there but you know. Joe, I'll be honest with you. I didn't. I, I didn't want to open a brewery just to open a brewery. I wanted to open a brewery to make good beer. Uh, and I think I have that palette. Uh, you know, since 1992. Don't look know, at me. I got a garbage palate. Well, right. no. I'm just saying. That's I know. I know it. what I like to drink. I trust you. No, I, I just know what I like to drink, and uh, never never met the right guys, uh, and never tasted beers. As, as, as yeah. good as the beers that these guys are making. There's no and. Tinder
0: for that. There There's no Bumble. There bu- isn't. There's no Bumble, <laughs> there there, there's no. No Bumble no. for that. You can't just no. put up like, I'm just looking for a oh, couple I'm dudes a- that know how to make good IPAs. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh, you'll
3: have a, a lot of responses. <laughs>
2: <laughs> some unwanted ones, some maybe I'll think about it kind of ones. But. So we met that day on Sunday, and uh, you know, basically I was just, you know, so you guys, tell me, tell me about the process. You know, both you guys are involved. And then we got into the we got into the the questions were is what do they what do they want to be what do they want to well, do that
0: first question when you were like tell me about the process really like Are you familiar with turkey fryers <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> you know what a bayou burner is yeah. <laughs>
2: ever been to a crawfish You're boil like, a <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just like
0: that that's how we do it
2: well, it was basically i just wanted to know what how both guys were involved and you know the the roles that they played in in making the beers
3: i mean Tom, when when you're starting a business you're investing in in vision the, the just people. as much as you're yeah. investing in a product right. and and we all had to be on the same page for we the were. most part we uh we right. since jump so i mean you get you can make great beer uh, right. and you still have to have that vision going forward to uh yeah. make it a business
2: yeah and um uh, and at, you know by the end of that meeting I had a really good feeling, you know, that wow. they wanted the same things Who, that Who was at wanted. that table? It Who was, was the three of us. Just the three of you guys. Yeah, right. exactly. Okay. Uh, John and uh, Pat didn't come until a little bit later in the fold. Yeah, I, I was knew, gonna
1: say it's a good time to give the shout out to the other mm, partners. Kind
2: yeah. of give them all the love. Yeah Pat Murphy and, and uh, is a friend of mine. I've been uh, I've known Pat for thirty years and you can He's see
0: him at the corner of the bar with a big old lipper in. <laughs> <laughs>
2: no,
0: yeah, exactly. It's, it's about well, 2:30 at the brewery. <laughs> yeah, it's 2:30 at the brewery. Yeah, <laughs> um, love it. Hey, do you see that guy's hat? Look at that, same Samezies.
4: Uh, oh. I had that right there. Congrats. You want to go say hi, Joe? Okay, we can take hey. it from oh, here.
0: Hello, oh, Joe. It's Luke. It's Luke. It's Luke <laughs> and Natalie. You got <laughs> some pull, love, huh? Gotta love these right. guys. I
3: think we put up on the story that you were. Uh, in the house and you know they're here an hour I, later i threw it
0: on the operative page that i would be here later on i oh, mean yeah. i don't think i've got that i got pull at brian nichols the big tall guy oh, yeah. that's all i got yeah. so all right sorry i'm detracting from this awesome story so you get the three no. th- you get the three guys sitting at the table and then you bring it in pat now that talk about i just said you know loosely that you know i looked at you not that i was like you shouldn't be in craft beer it was more like I Dude. just never would have thought you were gonna try to like and find somebody to open Tom's a the most seeker guy
1: you'd ever be. Yeah, been. and then He's I see very stealthy.
0: You are you very are pretty stealthy. <laughs> stealthy. And then I saw not I, so I, much I, I see Doctor John walk in there every day, <laughs> jo- not every day. Every time Doctor John would come in, fucking prim and proper, tucked in shirt, hair all done up right. You know, like oh, yeah. I'm like. This is this is an interesting. This is sounding very suspicious. This like like was sort of like an interesting person in craft beer, like a guy you don't see, like clean cut, like well, like you know. I didn't know he was a doctor at the time. I just right. get the, the Panazzo card, you know, right. be handed to me. Right, I right. know who he is. Right. And then uh, the juxtaposition to to fast forward to what you guys started and you know obviously you guys we can maybe go back and talk about like once those two got involved but but I'm fast forwarding from my own memory to like the first brew days here I, I showed up because I just wanted to see what the fuck was going on and I see him in fucking overalls like looking like <laughs> looking like a farmer slash mechanic he's got a big wrench in his hand I'm like holy shit this is a totally different uh, visual of John that I've never seen before right. so it was cool to kind of see him like in a different kind of state than I'm used to seeing
3: he's for sure a hands-on guy i mean the bar a lot of that work in front was done by ryan and him and uh all, you know a lot of the ideas uh on the build out just uh, conceptually came from him so he's a uh, you know doctor by day and definitely a handy guy oh yeah at night definitely.
1: <laughs>
2: absolutely absolutely so what what was like the layering in of those two we well mean? I've known Pat Murphy for about 25, 30 years. We used to play a lot of softball and things together when we were a little bit younger. Um, Pat, uh, we would travel all over the country for softball, uh, and I used to... Bring the softball team to the breweries that were in the area. That was one we're of like, the hey, things. we're
0: traveling this weekend, guys. There's we're a spot going here, right, here, and here. Right, exactly. Like, we like Miller
2: Lite. Right, like you like. We'll find something for you here. Well, Pat, <laughs> Pat was the biggest Bud Light drinker, and oh, I'll tell oh, you what he, he how, how. did I know he drank a Bud Light last night as as well as I did? <laughs> in, a, in full disclosure, <laughs> Nothing wrong with that? No, nothing wrong but with it. I make it a
0: high life, but that's right.
2: fine. But no. Pat. Um, he would always be that guy when we were out on the road and he would say so tom what breweries are we going to this week or this weekend or however long we were gone and and he would always go and eventually he just kind of fell in love with craft beer well he got to rely on what i used to tell him you know what my thoughts were about craft beer and he said you know what you should someday you should open a brewery and he goes if you open a brewery and you don't include me (laughs) <laughs> I'll fucking kill you," he said. "He fucking kill me. <laughs> I, I, I was he would. Say, he, might, yeah. and he's, <laughs> he, he looks like the type that might murder someone. Right. No, not, just not many guys scare me, but he is one of them. <laughs> so um, he's a nice guy. He is. He is the uh, nicest. He's. He's a great friend oh, he's, no seriously. <laughs> Put it that way it's a, the a- your,
3: it's a guy you want on your set yes. I was yeah. going to say, he's the A.J.
0: Pruszynski of your exactly, guys' team Exactly, that's exactly he's the guy that, like, If you're went, not yeah. on the team, you're like, fuck that guy And then yeah. you're like, <laughs> when he's <laughs> on your team, like, glad fucking that Pat's guy's around cool. Yeah, Exactly yeah. So, so, so Michael Barrett comes around Yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, oh, alright, alright, he's all the only Sox some- fan here It's not fair to be getting after him like that so so so, where does where does Doctor John come in? Where, where does he? Where well, does he, pop he was this another little? friend of mine as well.
2: Uh, he, it was kind of funny. I had been Doctor John was not I can't say never a craft beer drinker, but I got him kind of involved. It was almost like I set him up <laughs> for about a year. You know what I mean? He was I, into
0: it, man. He was bringing in people after right, dinner and right, shit to craft him right, when I was
2: working the right, bar on like a Saturday night. Right. You know, and he well, yeah. Well, it was funny. I I. Um, he was a, a client of mine at one time, and uh, he. Uh, I walked into his clinic, his office one day, and, and somebody left him a, a four pack of something, and I was like, "Wow, You're like, I, I know I craft didn't, beer." Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't p- know doctors drink craft right, well, beer. Well, <laughs> no, I didn't put it together, and then all of a sudden, we started talking about craft beer, and uh, he had not had a lot of the East Coast stuff. He was more of a West Coast guy. He actually went out to San Diego, and I turned him onto a I gave him a list of breweries to hit. You know, uh, and he, you know, thanked me with a couple t-shirts and brought some beer back. And we just started trading—not trading beers, but giving beers to each other. So I kind of set the tone for about a year, and then all of a sudden I hit him with the tough question. So you want to be a brewery owner? <laughs> so <laughs> looking for a little side hustle. Yeah, exactly. It, it felt like that after the fact, but it was—it uh, wasn't intended, of course, but. Uh, it was uh it was just something that uh, him and I we had a a, a common bond and to where he came again he wasn't uh, Did you tell him he was going to get rich beyond his wildest
0: dreams oh, by opening no. a 10 barrel system <laughs> no. brewery and well, that's the, the middle reason of why, of I asked,
2: that's why I asked. That's the pitch right there that's dude. That's why I asked the doctor to do it so there was no worry. Of becoming
0: rich, <laughs> <laughs> like he's just got—he he has to have the heart to do this right. if he's going to take this right, shot. Right. I mean, exactly. You really—we don't gonna, understand that. We're gonna have
2: fun. That's what I promised. So <laughs> yeah, we're
0: gonna give you like a nice, good feeling. So that's actually. A, 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 do you have something to say? You look like you were about to say something, Ryan. No. Oh, okay. All right. So. It's
3: happy to be here with yeah. the. Uh, happy it's always happy to be here, the fun. Yeah.
0: dude. We're, this is like the reboot episode. I should have actually hammered that at the front end. But I think this
3: is the best Joe time. in all of podcasting, it's, okay. personally. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. As a longtime Joe
0: Rogan fan, I will not take that lightly. Joe like, Hill's
3: no. doing a little thing too, right? He's yeah. Got dude. Does he have a podcast Shrek right now? Because if he does, oh, no. I, he's got a
0: blog. His blog's killer. Blog, yeah. dude, he's getting a lot of like recognition Ooh. for what he's doing too, which is awesome. Cool. So you're still um, the best But I eat a lot of podcast. meat, so I'm not going to get into that. So I like I I'm like also animals. a meat fan. but I like animals. So respect any- the vision. Anyways, but that th- Tom was like not only the it was he low key in his in his craft beer love that I didn't recognize that he'd want to own a brewery one day. He's also low key in his podcast skills where he just segued me right in where I wanted to go right here. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, which kind of leads in from what you were just saying, Tom, is. What what you guys were doing before this? Like I I know a little bit personally. Uh, I think uh, Ryan, you were in risk management of some form. Is that right? Some health and safety. Okay, and yeah. then you were a teacher at. A, is it a behavioral disorder type? Yeah, it's uh, a special
3: at a Co-op actually. Tom, uh,
0: I have no idea what he did. He pulled and, up in his car and he said, "I need hot butcher." You <laughs> said, said we're I can't in, tell you.
3: in past tense. We all still have our.
1: DJ. I
0: was gonna say you guys are still working. Aren't That's you?
3: the unfortunate <laughs> reality of owning in a
0: brewery. The uh, I know I, you know what, you're everything right, else. You're right. Still I did happens. say that like an asshole. Like like you, know, you guys were doing this <laughs> stuff. Yeah, you guys are multitasking a little bit.
3: Yeah, you need a. Uh you need to kind of do two jobs if you want to make one um, last a little longer. And I think we're all, you know, super invested in the brewery, and this is the long-term play. But uh, until we get to where we can, you know, support all of us with that, I mean, we'll, we'll Let's, we'll let's, volley, let's volley
0: this thing around here. Let's start with you, Kyle. Like, What are you doing now and we're doing when you open this place? <laughs> Uh, and, and what is what what kind of drove you here to, to at least even be involved in this?
3: Yeah, I mean, well, Ryan and I always uh, kind of thought, like, oh, it would be really sweet to own a brewery. Like, that would be awesome. Um, at the time, we were making five gallons of beer <laughs> in our garage every week or every other week or every couple, you know, a few weeks. And uh, it wasn't until we met Tom that it kind of became more of a possibility uh, in the near future. Um we kind of fast tracked it a bit and i mean even our first batch of beer was just like you know it's like crazy that we're here you know we're almost coming up on a year so yeah. february 22nd we got our, our year anniversary and it's it's, it's insane how much uh, work has been done in the last year time flies mm-hmm.
0: yeah it does sounds like he's trying to forget that he's a teacher he's like i just want to push it yeah, out yeah the teaching thing i mean <laughs>
3: we'll see we'll ride that out as yeah. long as we <laughs> right. can I mean, I knew
0: you were always passionate about it though, because you would you would sit and talk about it, like it, it crafted, you know, just like on yeah. a, you know, when you come to pick up your order or something, you sit down at the bar, have a five ounce, and just talk about it. Like never, I it was never it like I fucking hate my job. It was just more like, you know, <laughs> it's yeah, tough. I really it's do enjoy job. it.
3: It's a uh, it's it's a hundred percent a tough job. Yeah. It's different every single day. Um, it's something that you you walk into the building, you don't know what you're gonna get. I mean, I deal with. Uh, kids that are second grade all the way up to uh you know uh, darn near 22 years old so you uh have no idea what you're walking into and and uh, there could be some some variables throughout the day but overall it's 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 fun it's great it's definitely a job that i could do for the rest of my life if i have to
0: i'm predisposed to agree with everything you say i live with the teacher so it's like <laughs> <laughs> so i'm always i'm always on that side of things But, uh, no, you guys have always had, like, this kind of dual role now since the day you opened this. I mean, not, like I said, every challenge, I think I said this to Tom before we started rolling, was, like, literally every challenge has been thrown up against you guys based on the timing of your guys' physical opening to the public. You know, I don't want to jump too far ahead. I still want to go through kind of, like, where you guys were at Mm -hmm. before this all started. But that being said, it's, like, every single thing... Has been thrown at you guys since day one of opening, and you still have. We're here on a Saturday at you know, whatever it is, six o'clock right now. Every seat is full in the house, like your staff is 25 conversations, yeah. like everybody's happy. You know, well, yeah, exactly. Every seat that's allowed every, to be full seat, yeah. <laughs> under underneath the pandemic uh, regulation of phase four, tier 18, I don't know what, what are we at. Where we at? Phase right three is my favorite phase. Yeah. Oh, hey. Oh, <laughs> shout out. Oh. Stop it. The dad
3: jokes continue. Oh, nice.
0: Nailed it. That was good. That was Tom's good asking act. about beer. What do we do? What do, we, what do I do for a refill? So I had five ounces, a couple hazies, three hazies, which I was familiar with for the most part. Then I had five one. What else is out there for me?
2: You want to? Uh, do you have a gravity yet? No.
1: Well, have you had any of the sours? Starburster Plasma
0: I have No I had I had Starburster But that would have been sh- a while back. Do you have multiples Of that Or is that one
1: Berry Rainbow's the newest sour mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then
0: I would like to try that In a five ounce If that is possible It's very
1: possible right, We can make We know
0: go. somebody here We can make that happen Hey Michelle we're just being, like, total assholes putting our hands in the air. Like, hey, right. hey, 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 well, hey, staff. We're way out back in the brewery. Okay. <laughs> you guys aren't busy or anything. Can so you just, get us some beer? <laughs> yeah, like, just, just to underscore, like, what we talked about earlier about the community, like, that, that's happening, like, we, we've all found this at Hailstorm, at Crafted, at Open Bottle, at your guys' place right now. Like, to look, I look behind your bar and I see Maddie, who, who a lot of people are familiar with. And, and Maddie walked in to come hang out, and now she's behind the bar helping serve drinks. She is Basset certified and also uh, a certified beer server under the Cicerone. Uh, So, yes, that's legal for her to do that. But, like, she comes in and just lends a hand. I think
3: that's kind of craft beer in a nutshell, especially in the area. I mean, I know our opening night, we uh, staffed as many people kind of as we could or as we thought that we would need Uh, the turnout from... The community and people just excited about us
0: opening. I were, poured some beer that night.
3: Yeah, I it, some beer, it was I insane. Some beer. I mean, it was. It I closed was crafted Mans early
0: that. that night, so I could come over here because I was too excited. <laughs> was it awful. was like Christmas, like when you're just like not gonna. I'm waking up at five. I'm waking up at five. We were supposed <laughs> to close at like eight or something, and I'm like, Denver, I'm closing at six. I'm going over to Brothership. I gotta do. I gotta help them. I want to do that. She wants a beer. Just yell, yell to her. Come on, it's a casual podcast. I think I'm good. You've listened.
1: So, like, answering your question. How did I get into this hobby? Uh, what's way, up? <laughs> way out of
0: control. Yeah, you're one of those snowball guys. You're like, yeah, yeah you make so a it won't be beer, that bad, and then, and then you're like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna need a better system. <laughs> It's way out of concern. like. What if I get a rinse arm? I need a rinse arm. I'm gonna need a rinse arm. I'm gonna need. Some people come you're in. You're not gonna not have a pump. You gotta have a pump, <laughs> right? Like, we
1: actually had a pretty basic homebrew setup, honestly. Like Gatorade
0: uh, coolers and shit too, right? like Home Depot five gallons or no? Yeah, I went to Home Depot. Got like- some
1: some plumbing parts, drilled holes in it, made a manifold, connected it, you know, to the front spigot of a cooler. Grain. It, it's
3: it's just way out of control. It's bare now, bones, but it but it produces you know yeah. good liquid, and at the end
0: of the day, Well oh, yeah. That's when all I saw really like matters. pictures of some of your guys' like posts, and I'm like, that's just a Coleman cooler. What? The- <laughs> <laughs> There's no way they made this beer on that. Our <laughs> biggest joke now is that we
1: waste more beer than we used to make as home brewers. Yeah. You know, like just in the the natural process of mm. making beer, like the run uh, the, you know, the residual liquid in the grain is more than we would make as home brewers. So it's crazy. Mm.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that was, <laughs> it was always interesting for me to kind of watch people, like, what they did. And then that was, like, again, the whole premise of the podcast was, like, why did you think you could open a brewery? Like, why did you think that you were going to not do the thing? You guys are simultaneously doing that thing and also doing the brewery thing at the same time, which is kind of rare in the – I mean, you guys would be in, like – this has got to be, like, the 90-something episode I think I've recorded of the show. So, I mean, how is that going right now? Like, is that something that you guys are – Like, hopefully soon I'll be able to concentrate on one, or just like resigned to like I'm gonna do both. I like my job, I like this passion as well. I think
1: right now, I mean, we love what we're doing, whether it's you know in our job we had before this or what we're doing now, and we've gotten in such a sweet spot with the brewing. And I know you were here for one of our original brews that went a little bit sideways. And that's kind of the It was story. like
0: brew number two or some shit. It was <laughs> brew two. two. Yeah, yeah, we did
1: we did pills and then we did stout and the first stout yeah. just went way down. But it tasted um, good. It tasted great. <laughs> it tasted and that great. that was very promising. It just that wouldn't was.
0: come through the hole. It just was having an issue coming <laughs> yeah, through Yeah, for
1: hole. for everybody out there that, that knows what we're talking about, um, we had a stuck sparge. It was it was ugly.
3: So and this was this was after the uh, Pilsner day that went super smooth. Ryan and I come in. The next, uh, I remember
0: the you guys <laughs> texting or posting or something. This is The next week, you know, bring it one, Wasn't come that? On. But it was like, it and was it, like, hey, you know. Pilsner for day one. I feel good. Like, and this you is guys pre-COVID. We like, have a yeah. we have
1: a
3: crowd of like thirty mm-hmm. watching us. Everyone's like, oh,
1: go, brother, shit. Ryan's and grandma
3: then, watching on from the corner, just like you know, don't let her down. <laughs> and we <go> to- <laughs> We're we're trying every trick in the book. Joe's calling people, texting
0: people. My my we, wife and I were out here for something, and I was just like, let's we want to stop over there. Josh is there, and, and they're brewing, so I wanted to come come see what was going on. So I just kind of stuck my head in. My kids are running around the brewery, like look at all this open space. I can do what I want here. Oh yeah. And I'm like, and you could tell like something was happening. You know, they were kind of jumping up and down the brew deck and looking around, and then. It was just trickling, basically transferring. Yeah, we
3: got a little uh, ambitious with with our mash on that day. Yeah. Uh.
0: I'm always I'm always looking at that fine line of like pride versus like function versus like is this a good idea? Who do you know? Who do I know? Mm-hmm. So my first instinct is like I'm gonna te- try to text somebody without telling them. I'm texting somebody because I don't want them thinking like like look at these new guys don't know what they're doing, you know? So no, I'm, that's
3: exactly what it was. So I, te- I
0: texted Brando because if anybody's listening to this podcast or lives in the South Burbs craft beer world, they know Brando Wright from uh, Workforce and he's. I would imagine he's seen some shit, so I texted him. He's like, did they, did they try pushing CO2 through it? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but I'm going to yell it out off of your text message. I'm literally going to read it out loud and I'm I was just like, did you guys push CO2? I don't we know. Like, uh, we'd never like, come across You guys were pushing CO2. You were water, yeah, yeah. whatever it was. You guys were trying to push it out of the. What, what was it exactly? It was like the false bottom and what?
3: Uh, yeah, essentially too much grain got in the bottom and okay. uh, we it stuck sparge as the uh, as uh, the brewer. I just nightmare remember Brandon
0: texting me back, and I'm like yelling, to "You guys, how much grain went in this? Town? Uh, <laughs> like, huh? like nine hundred something pounds. I mean, I'm trying to figure out like what what is too much? What is that? Yeah we enough. pretty
3: much did our pills there, and then the following day would have been, uh, oh, yeah, th- that went well. Let's go ahead and try and put three times as much grain <laughs> in the <a laughs> mash <ton. laughs> Let's that'll, that'll overflow well this system. But you know how that goes. It's... Uh, Trial and error. No, I, mean, I do You know
0: how that goes. I don't. <laughs> I was here for five minutes and then left. Even our <laughs> New England, it's just little stuff.
3: I mean it's 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 the order you put grains in. It's it's the the speed that your rake is going in or how you're how you're raking during your mash. Um, it's so many little things that uh, add up to problems if you don't start checking
0: them Did off. Did anybody else just get hard? Oh uh, I, I see Matt Grizzetta walk through a door with tinfoil. And there's something in it. Yeah. I get excited. I think Tom has an
3: in on what that is. It's, Whatever uh, that is. Cultivated, uh, yeah, cultivated.
2: Oh, Frankfurt uh, dropping by out. some fried chicken mini sandwiches oh, for stop us. It. Yeah, and we it. Well, They heard out. rumors of a Joe Bobby sighting at the brewery today. So you know what that
0: means, Tom? Let's start a commercial right now. If you're uh, looking, if you're hungry, cultivate. <laughs> what is it? Cultivate community table, Frankfurt, Illinois. Oh, nothing
3: yeah i, I, I don't know wait, you got wait, me yeah, you got i'm, me? I tra- I I'm, I'm trying to feed off of that i thought you were coming you in you can't me. spell eight without cultivating cult how about that
0: <laughs> <laughs> matt grisetta oh jump in there big daddy let's go my man uh, so yeah, in case you don't know, we're in Mokina. We got a nice little community here. You think of, think of Sound Growler, Hailstorm, Crafted, Open Bottle, Brothership. So our friends from Cultivate here, Community Table. Um, yeah, yeah. But the, the greatest. He's been on here once before. I think you've been on. I think you've had the mic on, on you one time. Yes, and I at that know. time, I think he might have been doing the square roots thing, but but this this is a whole new ball game for Mr. Mac Rosetta. It is no man. more no more chicken coops, and uh, you know, <laughs> he does all that at home. But now he's got he's got this cute, quaint little Frankfurt spot. Hi, Josh, and they are making some of the best food, and I can say that because I've been there uh, at least two times.
5: I missed you both times, man. Get in
0: there. Get in there. Get in there. Get deep on it. Ooh, go deep. Yeah, we saw you coming through with tinfoil flashing, and we th- we were like, holy shit, when Matt is carrying a big-ass fucking tin of something, you know you're about to eat something good.
4: Dude,
5: I was riding dirty on the way here, man. I got some mini fried chicken sandwiches for you Stop guys. Stop it. You already Ooh. know. You know, yeah. those little poppable fried chicken sandos. It's I mean, the, the mini version of what we got on the normal menu, so
0: there's really nothing better than this little this this little corridor of, of beer and food that, that you can come into I mean um, that that was actually literally like a segue that I was trying to push once we started talking about you guys uh, uh, what you've done what you're what, what you're doing now and trying to simultaneously deal with real-world work and then the brewery uh, and obviously tell the origin story I also wanted to touch on the fact that like what did you guys think is brothership when you kind of started talking more to like Mr. Banbury and Steve Miller at Hailstorm and you're seeing Larry and the group at Sound Growler. There's this is like really close community of people and I'm, I'm saying close like in the physical sense. We're not that far away from anything when it comes to those five, six places. Open bottle, crafted and, and you know in the bottle shop side and brewery wise you got Sound Growler and Hailstorm and Brothership now.
1: Yeah I think the, the best example of that was when the pandemic started the support each other collaboration we had we had all of those people you just mentioned come together. We had Open Bottle. We had Crafted. We had Soundgreller, Hailstorm, and us. And we worked together to produce this mixed six-pack of beer that was sold at all locations. And it was just, like, so cool. Yeah. You know, so you cool can, to What see. did you guys
0: have? Citra? We did We did, what did Citra.
1: Had, um, Hailstorm did Vic Secret. And Soundgreller did Sabro. That's right. But it was think, just so cool I, to see. I think see, Josh you know, and I made a commercial for it for Crafted. We had a <laughs> that, good old time. And I think I think Maddie did the editing yes. on it. and hundred percent. It, it was insane. That <laughs> She's that the best. video. You was guys insane. all
0: had to like throw the the four pack holder basically <laughs> <Right>? or something. <laughs> yes, that yes. was
1: awesome. This no, but weird. that's like a perfect example of what our relationship is over here. It's just all friendly. We're just always trying to work together and do um, everything we can.
0: Well, and think about it. since the last time I was doing this podcast, even you know in June or something, I think I recorded something with Mike Palin at microphone, and I took the hiatus because I I don't like doing the whole. Internet thing and doing it, you know, I'm Zooms and, and recording it digitally. I like to sit here with you guys and kind of get the feel for it. So it, this was a good, like, uh, you know, like pop topper here for for the the new version, and the reboot of the podcast. But the just watching what's changed since then. Um, Obviously, you know pandemic, all that stuff's going on. But uh, Brandon Banbury, like, was the staple here since what 2014? Um, Hailstorm, fucking Prairie Madness, Dominatrix. He's over at Wiley Roots in Colorado because he needed like a step down from basically running a brewery or owning a, owning a brewery partially. And uh, now he's out there ripping, ripping in Colorado amongst the mountains. Um, he was a guy too when you guys started. Was here, you know. It was him and Steve uh, running yeah. running the shit at Hailstorm. Yeah,
1: it was. It was. I remember. Uh, so we're trying to figure out the logistics of you know us being a new brewery. We don't have a canning line. We don't have any mobile contracts for for canning. And. They jumped at it They're like Oh we can bring our Canning line
0: over there And you guys can borrow it Super fucked up I was so nervous that day When you guys were like No you can bring The canning line I'm like Who can bring a canning line That's not I was uncomfortable with it Yeah there was not A mobile canning company That knows how to do this It was never a question But Brandon is an engineer And he's not a fucking Dumb person obviously Like if he thinks He can do it He can do it And they did it And it it was
1: perfect But it was so cool You know it's just It goes back to that What you were talking about Like we're all very close to each other Security. but it's in a it's in a tight knit way.
4: It's right. very cool. Yeah.
0: It's like it yeah, the, it's physical space like you're not you're so close to each other but also like obviously the the beer industry that was why I got into the thought of doing a podcast in the beer industry of enjoying the beer industry and experiencing it was like everybody's close but even during the the podcast talking to like all these breweries in Chicago and then like the northwest Burbs, southwest Burbs, east west a lot of them be like, yeah, I used to know every brewer, but now it's so many brewers. It's like yeah. you, you kind of regionally pair off with people and you know them. And even then, it's not always an active community that's like supporting each other. But it seems like you guys kind of like started, and then you started to build out those relationships. And, you know, it was like some people can choose to be like, you know what? I'm new. I'm going to come in here. I'm going to take all your fucking whatever. I'm going to try. I'm, a, I'm better than you. I'm going to make it better than you. Like you guys are tired out you guys went in there and just kind of hooked up with with the, the people in the area paid your respects and said let's all make great beer because it's gonna benefit all of us
3: absolutely just, yeah it was definitely all organic i think you even said on this uh podcast before you know rising tide
0: yeah that's, that's always all something all i look at so yeah it just lifts everybody up if everybody's making good beer if you got two breweries that are making shit beer or they're a bunch of assholes People are probably not going to be like, well, let's not go to the southwest burbs today, you know.
3: Yeah, beer's unique. I mean, if if we had uh, five cupcake shops, you know, in the area, uh, maybe you're not hitting all five cupcake shops. But when you go to uh, get a beer or get two, three beers, you know, uh, at a place, you want to probably go to another one over the course of a day. So uh, it's just kind of the nature of beer that brings people together and yeah. and everybody's
1: know. got different tastes too so like mm-hmm. you know i mean you hit the ones that that fit your palate too
4: yeah
2: for sure so you don't think another cupcake shop is going to work in the area
3: no oh. i welcome all cupcake
2: shops. Okay, yeah. i was that was yeah. that's, that's my <laughs> actual show was about to ask me what my day job is and i was yeah. gonna say i'm a cupcake i'm baker. a cupcake guy that's, that's what he yeah. does
0: yeah. yeah i mean and, and and i mean honestly like it Sounds stupid because Matt just sat down and we talked about cultivate and obviously I love Denver and Dan and what, what they've done in, in the craft beer little segment down here, but Soundgrowler was kind of that spot like let's get food and beer and then we can hit the the other beer in the area, but nobody else really had the, the food element like Soundgrowler did. Now Matt's here, and Matt's got you know with with along with Denver and Dan over at, at Cultivate. It's like now you can hit them. They got a great tap list, and you got the two bottle shops, mm-hmm. and you got Brothership, and you got Hailstorm. Hailstorm's got food now. Sound growler's got food. It's like the options are goddamn endless out here. Yeah, right? We're so lucky. Yeah, yeah, seriously. And I
3: think when all this is COVID madness is over, I mean. God, everyone's going to do great. I yeah. mean, you know, if if you can make it through this, you can make it through
2: anything. The and, opportunities
0: and for crossover too. Like, let's uh-huh. bring let's bring his group in for a day at brothership. Yeah. Like, yeah. cook us some
2: chickens. Let's well, go. Fran- the Frankfurt Mokina, uh, Tinley Park corridor now is a, is a destination for food and ber- food and beer mm-hmm. for sure.
0: There's places around the state in in the Chicagoland area that have. They might even have more venues, but just the quality if this area is beyond what anywhere else you can go. There may be like a pocket in the city or something where you can have, you know, that level of food and, and beer. But in the suburbs, I can't think of a place that has a better like, you know anyone. You like yeah. you're into hazy IPAs, and no, we can go here. You're in you're you're Pilsner Man, you're a clear guy, you know like you like it crisp and easy. You like you wanna you want a, a gastro pub feel. You want kind of a a uh, uh, bar food kind of feel. You want tacos, you know, like tacos. I mean, look at your shirt, Body by Taco Taco Apocalypse. Clearly, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't want you to toot all the horns around here, but it's like, you know, yeah. there's
2: really no better place than the than the, than this area of the Burbs to do this. There was never a, uh, a second option when we were talking when we first got together that we wanted to be a Moking. Yeah, uh, we wanted to be a part of the community here. So. Uh, we're very fortunate to be a part of that right now.
0: And it's a self-serving kind of thing for myself, just having worked at crafted and been in this area and uh, the support here, the people, and I'm talking about a couple of very specific people that are in your bar right now, as in Maddie and Josh, Maddie, Maddie and Josh have, They'll help wherever they if they're needed. Right. They work ships at and they'll come awesome here humans. at Bro's Ship. Mm-hmm. Josh has come up to phase three and worked with, for me like for, for well, multiple we have, times. We like,
2: have pictures of you on opening day yeah. working well, here.
0: Well that's you know, that that was a must. That was that yeah. had to happen. But we that were
2: you we were very That was selfish. You were very gracious. I wanted
0: to be a part of this. So, I was very excited when this happened. We
2: appreciate so. it. And
1: you you actually mentioned a good point about being, you know. In the craft beer community, and um, that's something that I think we really look forward to, like as things move on, because we've built as many relationships as we as we had been able to in the pandemic. But you know, once once we you know move into further phases of the pandemic, then yeah. it'll be really cool to do beer festivals and do you know more collaborations and stuff like that. I think that's something
0: that it's kind of missing right now. It's missing. You're not see- you're seeing. you in social media. You're not seeing. You're not seeing people this together. together thing. You know, like people are. I, tra- I traveled out to California to do this collab and that collab. Like, cool. and, and you know what? That again. You guys are killing the Segway game right now. I'm telling you that because, obviously, if if anybody who knows me personally and this podcast personally is, I've I have like a, a weird obsession with Narrow Gauge and, and and Jeff over there, and having never actually met Jeff in person have like a weird obsession with his beer and with uh, i've talked to him through facebook messenger for a number of years now and we've always talked about doing this podcast together we have literally it's like the weird thing where you just cannot hammer down that time you guys went out there and brewed a fucking collab with him and he's, I haven't had it yet, but I heard it slaps. He's he's coming up here. I heard that. I might have heard that.
3: a very cool human. Yes. I mean, so very nice, earlier that's, today, that's he cool posted guy. something yeah. that... If he uh, has,
0: yeah, if he has time between the stars. If he has got time between the Yeah, no, the earlier
3: today, he posted something. I'm like, uh, that would be a sweet oh, beer yeah, label. <laughs> I'll tell you what <laughs> his,
1: his,
2: uh, <laughs> his beer... Shout out to after. Jeff Hardesty. Uh uh-huh. yeah, Hardesty. Exactly. Jeff Hardesty. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, his astronomy photos are yes. phenomenal. Like, oh, he's deep. Encyclopedia. He's deep in the game. Uh, oh, my God. It's, it's unreal. He's like, one of I, those
0: guys that makes me feel like a bar schlub. Like, I'm like, I'm just here watching <laughs> the game, and he's playing a whole different chess game way up here. Like. So
3: somebody asked him about his, his photography, what lens do you use, what yeah, this, yeah. and I'm like, okay, that sounds kind of
0: interesting. Let me at yeah. least uh, check gonna, it out. I'm going to voyeur this.
3: I'll read these time. comments. <laughs> I still have no idea what they are talking about, but I appreciate it a lot more than <laughs> yeah, I did exactly. before I read I mean, there's so, a lot
2: that goes into it. He's a very smart guy. He, uh, I actually read something about he actually started and uh, went to school at uh, SLU, St. Louis University, which is one of the top... Uh Top colleges kind of in the yeah, in the, <laughs> the no, in the, at least yeah. in the Midwest. I mean, I know for a fact that mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, I seen some of the scores I heard they that make were needed BBT to get in in there. <laughs> there. Yeah, but he they yeah. make
0: BBT. They make uh, sump. The St. Louis area is popping. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're doing. All right. Is that yeah. the school they go to? Yeah. Is that where uh, they go? Yes, and know. anybody is that Siebel had... over there? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Siebel
1: of of Missouri. Yeah. So anybody who had Lunar Terminator, if you look at the label, that's actually a photo that Jeff took himself.
4: Mm. Oh, that
0: was the name of the beer. God damn it. I'm so mad I didn't get any of that. Like, I, know, I, we I should not much more, more than you did, John. I, it's I, coming I, I back. I heard, yeah, I heard. It's coming back. But, but on a 10-barrel system here in uh, Mokin, yeah, Illinois. We'll,
3: uh, yeah, well, that's going to be a fun day. It, it might very feel
1: exciting. a little bit more close to home. I can't speak of too many details. That but is very exciting. There, there's some fun stuff going on.
3: Mm-hmm. That'll be an exciting release. Yeah. Yeah. All, all of the beers that are set right. to be released that day. Exciting. Yeah,
2: Jeff and Jake will be up here, and uh, that's going to be a good day. Jake's the man. He is. He's a great guy. He
3: is a cool
1: dude. <laughs> How, all right. How'd
0: you guys... How'd you guys... Oh, shit. Watch this. Cultivate that. How'd Whoa. you guys cultivate that? What? Throwback. Uh, that's the that's oh, top question. I, um,
2: yeah. It was very simple. Um, I was in
0: here, like, a couple days before you guys left, yeah, remember? exactly. And we were, we were over there uh, talking. And you know?
2: it was as simple as this. I been in narrow gauge probably four or five times probably in the last it's few years it's called Cuginos. paying the respects to cugino and that's a fabi- that's a fabulous restaurant right there on it in itself <laughs> just uh, meatball but, stuff but it was more or, weird or less cheese i um i was going down just to, uh just take a trip with a buddy of mine and uh we went down there just to grab some beers and uh Justin Miller from a hot butcher was in here one night. Never heard of him. Yeah, J u s t. Yeah, uh, no. the best. Uh, but uh, yeah, and and I had told him. I he goes. Uh, I go. I'm going out of town this weekend. I'm going down to Narrowgate. He goes. I go. Uh, do you know somebody down there? He goes. Yeah, that's Jeff Sarey. I and I I had heard Jeff's name in the past, but. Hey, hey, wait! Now you called. You texted me about it too, no, and I told again, you, Jeff. Yeah, I told right. you that's well, the no, guy. No, this is, but this was yeah. all in the sequence way before. Yeah. Right, right. So,
1: so I, uh, this I, is Tom's area of expertise. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I
2: just, I just reached out to Jeff. Sleuthing, Sle- <laughs> sleuthing. Yeah, yeah. No, Net- and it was networking. Just, yeah,
3: no, I mean it's making people come together. It's what it's right. kind of we're founded. <laughs> Tom's just, area of
2: expertise it, is networking. Yeah. And it was just more or less contacting Jeff up front, basically, and said, "Hey, we're coming down just to try a couple of beers. I want to leave you some of our beers, and uh, I left them some of the barbecue bottles. And that was, uh, oh, shit,
0: yeah, <laughs> nice. <Thank laughs> that you, was Tommy. the barbecue. If you're not, if you're not familiar with what Tom's LFQ. saying right now, in barbecue bottles is when when pandemic hits and you open brewery and your draft lines are your most important thing and you don't have a canning line, you move to crawlers or growlers, and those aren't easy to do either." And they found these amazing, like, Pepsi bottle, like, barbecue sauce, 32-ounce growlers. Can I elaborate on that? And where are you going? Oh, love you, too. All right. Bye, Josh. Josh
3: Crane going to Sound Growler. Wait, wait, wait. Two or
1: three burritos.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, Josh <laughs> Crane doesn't even have to make an appearance on the show. He just just makes just, his presence known
3: and goes out the back door like he owns the pre- place. Yeah, yeah that as, was, as if <laughs>
0: yeah. as if he was supposed to park back there. He
2: heard there was food
0: and he yeah. came, and that was it. You know.
1: So we we started Brothership Brewing, and we had these very nice. Twenty five
3: point four. I told you. Yeah. Swing tops.
1: Tops. I think Hill Farmstead Trillium. JWB. Man, you got inspirational breweries. And then that just became completely illogical when we had to switch to to go only. So talking to Tom, he said, you know, one time I was at Goose Island and they had these plastic bottles. I think that's a good idea. And we just Googled, and we found these plastic bottles, 32 ounces. Amber. Amber, amber, you know, block out the light. And it worked it, like they they have the nice uh you twist them they on seal. and it's, they seal they yeah, seal like soda
3: pot, uh soda pop bottle yeah i mean yeah.
0: you have to it, it cracks as
1: you open right. it like you know for and the first time and it's then. kind of unique too i mean it's it's different
3: yeah i mean the price was definitely right we knew that we uh with covid the option of bringing in your own growler and us filling it wasn't really uh not an option not I mean, an option. it was not right an option, so but. We thought, hey, we could do this. This will hold beer. This will keep beer for for as long as it should take to drink this beer. Mm-hmm. And uh, crowsers
1: were immediately like off the shelves. Mm-hmm. Impossible to get right. a, a thirty-two we're ounce crowler.
0: Right about a bunch of fuck- And then source cans. And then source sourcing
1: can, cans, yeah. Yeah. whole different ballgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different
3: but people ballgame. dug it, and that just comes back yeah. to the community. I mean, it was kind of amazing. We're like, all right, we have a bunch of beer. We have these plastic bottles. Yeah. Uh, w- are people going buy to th- buy it yeah. in this format? And, and people did. And They I, still I mean,
0: buy it today, it's, it's Joe. Amazing. It's just nuts. Yeah. It's not, no. I love them. The first one I got from you guys, I took it home and I think I think I bought two or three and then I drank one and then I think I forgot that I had one and two weeks later I opened that thing. Perfect. Nice. And it's like you open, you open a... a, a a classic growler, a glass, howler, a growler. That shit. Two days, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Like two you. days, you're done. Two weeks later, I was able to drink the stout, uh, one of the swirl maybe or something, and close it, and come back to it like two days later, and it was still so outstanding. Nice. Right. Yeah, I was, I was just asked that
1: Asked that yesterday. Someone's like, "Can I ha- can I sneak a little bit tonight yeah, and then have shocked. some more for Sunday for the big game?" Yeah. And I was like. You could probably get away yeah, with probably it. Get I it. was thinking, yeah. like,
0: yeah, I mean, like, think about it. Just a don't two, blame uh, me. Think <laughs> about a two-liter. Like, I've been off the soda for a number of years, but, like, when I'm, you know, you yeah. can close a two-liter for a couple uh, of days, three days, four days, five days, and come yeah. back to it, it. very much has that two-liter feel. Yeah, yeah but you, I mean, they're, you so don't want to leave that thing, you know, open it and leave it for a long time.
2: So we bring it back to Jeff. So I went down there and dropped off. These you know our quote unquote barbecue This bottles. is the good part and uh, You hear nothing uh, Well first of all <laughs> I, I called I talked to Jeff
4: you're No nothing. this is funny
2: Nothing Nothing like nothing And then uh, it was that was a Saturday That I, Jeff was out of town he had to go I don't know if he was doing a collab with somebody or whatever The case may be but or he was just Not working because he's a family man on top of yeah. Everything else Um and Monday passes, Tuesday passes, and then Wednesday I get a, a message from him, and it says, "Holy fuck! I thought these were barbecue sauces <laughs> Stop. No,
4: Stop.
0: that's that's the real.
2: He says, he says, I It can't. checks
0: out because uh, people have said like, "Yeah, these are like barbecue sauce yeah, bottles." I got that's from exactly that what that's what his, like,
2: That's what his text said. It's said, it said, "Holy fuck!" He goes, "I thought these were barbecue <laughs> bottles." wow great beer and i was like that's awesome and then and then my immediate follow-up with that would be hey man would you guys be open to a collab and he's like absolutely and that was it we took it to heart and i never let up i mean as we
3: mentioned earlier i think the the space theme yeah Yeah. right you know obviously some i'm excited for him to come down and i mean we're not like you know beach over the head sci-fi here but uh we have some cool things and uh you know i'm i'm excited for him to come down and yeah, check yeah. out Jeff's the tap room cool yeah.
2: Yeah, it, yeah it's just it's an awesome crew there yeah you could tell those guys we we actually seen their their brewing prowess in yeah. action it was just it's, it's incredible the way that they work with one another on a brew day uh
1: Oh, it is crazy. Yeah, no, they're very meticulous. Yeah. yeah. Very meticulous. We
2: stole uh, the way
3: that they <laughs> uh, yeah. empty bags. All right, into so what's the <laughs> point?
0: What is the point of the collab if you didn't steal something? That's that's the real right. question. Right, no, I mean, th- th- this is yeah. relatively
3: this innocent. This is so funny, though, But too. just, like, the small things. Like, they empty bags of grain, so normally it would be like, you know, Ryan and I opening bags. We'd go up there, one of us would dump one in. Uh, <laughs> You're wrestling this
1: thing, getting dust everywhere. <laughs> right,
3: uh-huh. dust everywhere. Uh, I mean... Yeah, dust is gonna go everywhere. It's kind of like a you know product of the mm-hmm. process. But we would we would put a, be- a bag of grain in. I just throw it down. <laughs> just throw it down. It would kind of land somewhere. But now we put them yeah. neatly aside, like they did. Uh, w- we fold those bags up. Like, uh, you know, like you're making a little burrito. You roll, em, and yeah. it's, you and roll it's them. And it's so much better. And it's like, why didn't we think of
4: that? So we're, wait,
3: where are you putting them on the brew deck somewhere? So I'll actually, like, put them kind of by, like, our, our tree kind of, like our. Yeah. yeah. The valve tree mm-hmm. over there. And then he'll hand them off to me. And then
1: I'll roll them up. And you shove the rolled up bags in another bag. And you it makes
3: of so much shit. less and then, mess. and then when you're done graining in, all the bags are just neatly there. It's like you uh, know, uh, it, it's small stuff. You like, don't
0: walk down the brew deck and go <laughs> collect all of them individually. It's not just throwing them, into them a throwing can. them at will down. Yeah. They actually
3: had one more very That's cool thing
1: that we didn't we wanted to steal but it hasn't happened yet, which is their blow off arms are immaculate, they're all stainless <laughs> steel and we, we use you know, the, the vinyl hose.
0: Okay. 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 Yeah, so. you can. S- yeah, yeah I, got, I, I, I know what your hose look like right now. Bro. <laughs> I get it. I see your Menards bucket with your uh, little bag there. Yeah, the it's problem actually,
1: is the blow off gets so like hard to clean out of that. So stainless, you just put it on 180 water and it's it's done. Yeah. Boom. Boom.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't that the point? That's the point of collapse, right?
1: It's Tommy. Wow. Okay, cultivate Yeah, just like little is stuff. Yeah. Yeah, Cultivates
0: yeah. coming at us hard right now. We're trying to get airtime, dude. That's what's up. Cultivate fried chicken us sandwiches. With
1: chicken sandwich. This chicken sandwich. Do you have
0: Do you have mold your on life. your butt?
2: <laughs> what is that? Molding.
0: The green was hitting your sandwich oh. from from the lighting.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's like, this whoa, is dude! Very fresh. Yeah. No shit. Oh.
0: Um. Yeah. So. So. The, the. The. Collab thing. I mean, obviously, when you guys told me that that was going down, I was just like huh narrow gauge <laughs> what? <laughs> what can i just come in your suitcase like let, let, let's do that uh, it's so they're, they're one of my favorites and again they they kind of tie back into like the first 10 minutes of the podcast that we talked about was they've been making these beautiful hazy ipas and like their series of like uh. fallen flag cloud city all that without without a bunch of sweetness and a bunch of lactose and a bunch of like we gotta up this body dude we gotta thicken this boy up you know so I know you want to eat your chicken sandwiches. I'm trying to, me- you know, I'm trying to ask you guys the hard-hitting questions. I, while think, that's, trying to eat. I think that's
1: why we resonated together because right. he tried our stuff right. and he's like, I-, I dig what these guys are doing. It feels like what I do, right. and you know, we can probably come together and make this beer that's better than what we both do alone, or at least is good. But yeah. I think it was killer. It was the first time we got to use. Uh, waka hops, probably pronunciation error there.
3: I think you nailed it. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah,
1: you're um, right, definitely. Some of the hops are very hard to pronounce. <laughs> um, I try and do as best as I can, but you just no. pick one to, and then you is roll. it he trying with to, it to make to himself consistent? sound
0: dumber than he actually is? Because he's like one of the smarter people that I not know. Not a chance. He's not the first guy that I. He's not the one. The guy I would expect to be like. I don't know how to pronounce. Well, it. I mean.
3: I'm you know, different different hops, I
0: different watched, names. I watched that Hop Butcher video like ten times. The the oh, that, that was a sweet Rwaka. video. That's, that was that video. Was that Bigfoot Productions or oh. something that did that for them. That was
1: shout
0: really, out to well, Bigfoot really Productions. Well they done. did
1: the the crafted small batch fest too. Yeah.
0: yeah, it was really well done.
1: That I got to go to, and Kyle was in my wedding, yeah. and
3: I went there
0: dude that was the best you guys showed up all that beautiful day it was up, wed to emily the
3: day okay. yeah and so it was it was crafted small batch fest i first mean first time i've been
0: here where emily's not here by the way
1: she was here earlier she has a 30th birthday party tonight so it's a very small gathering i wasn't even invited which is you know showing of the pandemic but <laughs> you're a dick <laughs> what the fuck
3: burn wait hold on totally kidding so, uh, yeah, we, I mean, we, we were like, oh, man, that kind of sucks. Culti- uh, uh, crafted Small Batch Fest is on the same day as your wedding. It's like, could we make this work? I think we can make this work. We made
1: it work. <laughs> and it, it was beautiful. And I still, like, there's people to this day, that are like, that event was awesome. It was like one of the last events that, to my memory, yeah. before the pandemic hit. I mean, that was late 18 or late ninth. Oh, God, I don't remember a wedding date <laughs> oh, shit! No, that was late. You're that in more trouble
0: ni- than we are. So no, that right. was going. That was,
1: that was late nineteen, right? Yeah. Um, it, 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 and then you have, um, you know, the pandemic hit early twenty, and it's we had, we had so many cool festivals lined up. We were gonna do the microphone one. We we're gonna do Beer Under Glass, um, and then that just all, you know, was completely not logical anymore. And yeah. we've just rolled with it ever since then. But, so, like, that, that's so cool, seeing people try your beer for the first time that have never had it. And we're doing crazy beers. We're doing a Swedish Fish Sour triple IPA <laughs> that's now sauced in space, and it's just yeah. it's crazy.
0: I'm, I'm excited to see, like, the downloads later on. Like, you have a bunch of new fans in St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> they did, like, 40 minutes on narrow gauge. <laughs> <laughs> Download the shit out of it. We could
3: do forty more. I mean, <laughs> uh, very, I very entertaining guy. I mean, making the beer was great. I mean, that was mostly uh, like most collabs go. I obviously you let the guys that know what they're doing with their system operate their system. Mm-hmm. But uh, just hanging out with them after was great. I mean, those are guys that Josh went too, right?
4: Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent me
3: like it's a picture of you guys in the guys.
0: office afterwards, like all you guys just yeah. hanging out. He
3: roomed with Tom. I was super <laughs> jealous. <laughs> no. Hey, good. Josh separate, about as good of a roommate. Beds, though, about as good sure. of
0: a roommate as you could yeah, ask for. I, would I think imagine. it was
3: one twin bed that oh. Josh and Tom cozied up in. Liar. <laughs> if,
0: I, if I needed to yell for a beer, what would I do? Uh, I, I yell. What I do you? Guess? What would you guys think? I had pilsner. I had the the. Newest sour, the, the, all the hazies. I think so I haven't had hazy dream state yet. That's the one thing I don't. Do you like think mosaic? Do you like mosaic? Mosaic fan. Stop it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I if, like you, mosaic, if you want mosaic, Ryan. that's mosaic in your face. And just to be sure that everybody's clear, it's Ryan R Y N E. And Ryan. Another
1: shout out to the Chicago Cubs, named after Ryan Sandberg, mm. great mm. second baseman mm. mm. for the Chicago
0: Cubs. Yeah, I've never heard of it. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, oh. All right, all right. Let's keep, let's keep the ball rolling. We did, we did narrow gauge. It's good stuff. I mean, all right. So we went back and we talked about brew day number two. Had an issue with the pills or with the stout getting stuck mash. How much have you guys learned? How much do you guys feel like you've grown? I know early in the podcast we almost jumped over to this Ted Merrill system and the the kind of
4: mm-hmm.
0: you know almost shock that it can provide for you. Like how good do you guys feel now? I mean, you're damn near a year in.
1: I feel beautiful. And I think Kyle would agree. Mm -hmm. We come in here with way more confidence than we used to. And we have the recipe dialed in on whatever beer we're trying to do before we even touch the grain sacks, the grain in. And it just, it feels right. You know, whatever beer we're brewing, and that's a good feeling because that's how we felt when we were home brewing. We were just, you know, we dial in the recipe we talk to each other, what do you want in this? What do you want in that? Like do we want to do more of this, less of that? And we dial it in and then we come here on brew day and we just feel like we can execute exactly what we want to. And that's that's a beautiful thing. So the brew house has, you know, been a learning experience, but it's been something that we've become very familiar and comfortable with.
3: Yeah, that's really what it comes down to, just knowing your system. I mean, when we came in here, pilsner day went smooth i mean you're not making pilsners every day uh by a long shot so a lot of it was just uh knowing each other knowing our own process when we got this thing we're like all right it was almost like we were both trying to make everything happen um and that's obviously gonna you know if if you're both trying to do everything it's you're gonna have some some misses here and there but now we both have our roles, it's like we, we know what we need to do on brew day and we come in, we get it done and it's uh, just like super cohesive, kind of like uh, when we talked about narrow gauge, it's just something that we come in, we know our roles, we're all aware of the, the overall process that needs to happen but it's it's really just a thing that like you know we kind of specialize in this you know I know I'm pitching yeast I know Ryan's doing water chemistry it's like you know just the back and forth chemistry is really it
1: yeah no it's like it's like perfect harmony um, we, we know what we are trying to execute and we come in with a game plan and we just execute it every time and previously like Kyle was mentioning we were you know a little bit more all over the place but we've we've dialed it in so much and we have a lot more confidence which i think is very important when you're trying to you know make this volume of beer.
0: So now it's like you know your role. Mm-hmm. I mean the day you guys opened the doors here what you had 3 10 barrel fermenter oh, what would you guys have in, in the in the fermenter there side? was yeah. 3 10 barrels. Yeah, show. we had the
3: 3 SS guys. SS so now you're tech. now
0: you added a 10 and then added a 20. That's correct, yeah. All right. So and that's all in the matter of less than a year. I mean has that changed a lot of what you guys do? I mean, obviously, you still have your full-time job. You're still dealing with other parts of life and then it, brewing on a 10-barrel system. It so does not like it
1: doesn't in the, in the respect that we used to come in here and we would do one turn and it would take us 10 to 12 hours just because of how much we're trying to you know, get familiar with what we're doing, get familiar with how we're making the product. Um, but nowadays um, you know we can do a single turn in seven hours we can do two turns in 10 hours um, we've just gotten a lot more comfortable with our process and we've made a lot of efficiencies in the way we time things you know we grain in when we transfer and then when we're starting to boil up we'll do grain out its just everything is so so planned out and we try and be very meticulous in how we do things and and I think that really comes down to making the product repeatable. And I think that's very important. If you, if you don't know what you did to make something, then you'll never be able to adjust from there and you'll never be able to execute that again. So when we're brewing a beer, we take very meticulous notes and then we'll go back and see if there's any efficiencies we can be made there and then see if there's anything we want to change next time. And you want to try and only make like one change per brew, mm-hmm. so that you can dial in that that something that you're looking for. And it, you know, if you're trying to change three things, you don't know what actually made the change. You don't
0: have like control. There's no
1: control. Yeah, yeah. it's variables. just eliminate it's eliminate your variables.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Perfect. Okay.
0: So with with the t- when you guys add the twenty barrel, is that something that you're like, all right, now that's our target for whatever it is earth go hard i want to make sure i have two turns earth go hard 20 barrels in that in that tank or is it just just another tool at this
4: point
3: yeah i mean essentially we will line up i mean we know that that 20 barrels obviously going to be a big canning day we're going to can beer from out of that so earth go hard came out of that i feel like we
0: skipped something there because we didn't really cover like when did you guys decide like let's get into mobile canning like Yeah, well that, that's a product Obviously, of barbecue sauce bottles and, you know, what we've talked about already kind of fits into this. So we've we've kind of covered the basis of that. But, like, at some point, you know, during a pandemic, which everybody's been in with us, it's not like we're only talking to a select number of people. Uh, you're looking at a year about right now, and, you know, we're in fucking early February of 2021. It's like everybody's been touched by this at some point and in the beer industry if you focus in the lens it's like all right uh for example like i've had a lot of changes personally you know in my life since i did the last episode of this so i work in a brewery now so my brewery distributes beer like crazy so you've been can't they, they built their brand on canning basically since they started you guys everything was coming through the draft lines when you opened those doors so at some point again necessity you know invention is the yeah necessity is the mother of invention is that right is that the necessity is the mother of invention that's right right
1: we had we had many conversations amongst ourselves about do we want to buy a canning line do we want to mobile can how do we best deal with the hand that was given to us and i think what it came down to was mobile canning made the most sense for us at this current moment because can availability is very questionable during these times there's a lot of people using cans uh, mobile canners have can contracts, and they can guarantee us that we'll get those cans. And then we started talking with one that um, gave us a lot of confidence that they can execute our product the way that we want it delivered to the customers. And you know, they told us about their—they have a, a nice canning line and how they do their process. And we thought it made sense to give it a trial run. And when we when we saw the way that they were very careful with our product and putting it in package. It just all made sense and it was you know but the way we got there was that like you were saying you know with the pandemic we had to put beer in package and i think that was an important transition because 16 ounce cans that's exactly the way that we got into craft beer it was just it's just the best format and especially now that people aren't doing large shares as much as they used to you don't have people drinking 32 ounces of beer so getting in that you know, sixteen ounce format was very important for us to have other more people
0: try our beer. This podcast ten years ago, twelve ounce bottles are the perfect format. <laughs> this is no, oh, it's, it's crazy how, how things have changed since we've done this. But you're absolutely right. I mean, that's that's the only way to make this work. So um, with that with that in mind, it was kind of like sure, it was necessity. But at the same time, had to feel pretty cool to get your beer inside of 12-ounce can. It forced us into exactly labeled. what we've always <laughs>
1: dreamed of doing. Had to feel
4: yeah. pretty
0: cool to,
1: yeah. like... And another shout-out to Diane and Tom. Oh, yeah. They've absolutely knocked the labels out of the ballpark. Out of the ballpark. The like, straight yeah. pork. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, I'm it. eating a chicken sandwich, so I'm, like, in <laughs> food mode now. It's like chicken pork. No, the, no they labels,
3: do absolutely
4: outstanding. Yeah.
3: great stuff. I mean, you... you even just as consumers, you see different bottle shops posting up uh, different pictures of different beers that they got that day. And it's like, now we're looking at our beer uh, compared to a bunch of other beers. And it's like, that's that's great. Yeah, that, that stands out. I mean, it's it's awesome to see. and uh, It just
0: adds an
1: extra dimension to the so
0: product. product. I thought about it the first time that I saw the bathroom mural. It was like that kind of yeah. stylistic feel it was like, all right. Like I said, there was never any point where you guys were like, okay, roll my eyes. It's fucking corny now. It's aliens. But then when that, whoever yeah. came in and painted his that mural, I was like, yeah. holy right. shit, that's like next level. That's like Rick and Morty meets Beavis and Butthead yeah. meets South Park meets, you know, it was like funny and it was well done! It's visually like enthralling; like you can't stop looking at it. Yeah, it's so big and so much to take in at the same time. Yes, yeah, like, and it's then you're, kinda... I, the Aliens and Cowboys Can came out. I was like,
1: and Man, we we still cool as hell. see things to this day. At least yeah. I do. I look at it. I'm like, oh, I didn't notice that yeah. part of that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't obviously. It's been up close
2: it. to a year now, and every every time you look at it, you see something. Yeah. Yeah. There's pray, so
0: many pray that you come to Brothership and you have to wait in the pisser line, <laughs> so you can <laughs> just kind of take it in. Hopefully you can't get a seat. That's a visual.
3: <laughs> yeah, but Mike Schragel, I mean, absolutely knocked it out of the park. All we right. kind of had like a, hey, if you, if you do art, um, this might be a thing that you might want to do. You know, check it out. Try and, you know, be on our mural wall. And this guy sent in, I think it was maybe a week after, he sent in a real rough uh, pencil copy of like just kind of his, his thought and his kind of uh, foresight into what he was doing and uh we're like all right like you you win <laughs> it's yeah. like, like like this, this is pretty is, cool it like wasn't, is, it like wasn't this close. is awesome
2: Ke- it, yeah it was unfortunately it wasn't
3: it's yeah. like keep going yeah. but uh yeah. you know he he did that and then he would start adding some color and it's like this is phenomenal yeah. i mean he has he's yeah. got like some x-file characters he's got the undertaker uh he's got a little <laughs> yeah. dx guy doing the <laughs> suck it um, which actually I think had to be cut out for the, uh, the wall, uh, for, for the door. Right. Um, but, oh, but, that's great. But the little DX Suckit guy will definitely be finding his way uh, etched out uh, somewhere be in the can somewhere. Yeah, no, Big WWE fans. Yeah, yeah, he put The Undertaker on there. I mean, it, it was, it was well, great. Well, speaking
0: of which, speaking of, of cans and, and beer that maybe we're not familiar with, you guys poured, I think Ryan poured us a little something off a tank recently what what do we got he oh, sure
2: right. did yeah that's a What's uh coming? that is What's our coming? anniversary triple ipa anniversary yeah.
0: oh yeah. she was bright she was a bright color had yeah. that nice little look to her
3: uh-huh
2: so that guy still needs that was to get the, get that was a car-
0: brothership up. look that i fell in love with yeah. like don't get me wrong love i love everything that you know like a lot of these places are doing in that hot butcher vein riverlands saint oran yeah I hesitate to say phase three just because i work for them now but you know no, obviously like that I mean, you know <laughs> pixie no is one of those things yeah. you know it's got that that lighter not quite burnt out orange right. you know right. that a lot of the new england has which those are delicious too but visually for some reason that lighter kind of touch to the color just draws me to it every time that's my favorite I mean, color joe even this even the, the, this is uh the hazy state right uh, uh, Hazy tree. Tree. Yeah. State, yeah it's it's probably in the middle, but it's like closer to that color that I'm talking about. Yeah. Like aliens, cowboys, alien bee cowboys, that's mm-hmm. that's about as light as you can do or no? About it's, as light of a color as you get on a hazy? We can get so, lighter. I mean sometimes yeah. you can't get there. I'm just saying like what you do that people might God damn it, might be familiar with. I just plopped a piece of chicken on the floor. I got so, it. So for see, instance, like
3: yeah. a like a like a here <laughs> is gonna be typically a, a touch darker, and a lot of that's just hop. It comes uh, down
1: to hops a lot yeah, too. A lot like mosaic will draw a beer a little bit darker, um, also a little bit drier. You know, it just yeah. sometimes the hops guide you, sometimes the grain guides you, and um, you can you can manipulate it a little bit, but. Sometimes you're just out of control.
3: Yeah. yeah, but what you had there, I mean, I don't want to leave anyone uh, hanging. I feel like yeah, this sorry, is as, sorry. As, as good of a time as ever to debut a uh, anniversary beer, but we did a... Uh, oh, did that get mentioned?
0: It, yeah, he was talking how, about... How long are we holding this thing? To, When's this thing going to be on cu-
1: the draft lines? We got a couple
3: weeks still, so it'll can be it? it'll be. Yeah, it'll be canned. Can it it'll yeah. be our anniversary beer, and it will be a uh, triple IPA. Uh, New England style with Citra, straight Citra, Citra. Stritcha Stritcha
0: stritcha <laughs> It's a straight <laughs> Stritcha oh, oh, oh man, that yeah. beer
1: for me personally, it hits every note I want in a hazy IPA. Um,
3: yeah, no, it's 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 definitely tasting great in the tank, and we'll carb it up, and I mean it's it's darn near <laughs> ready right now, but the extra week or two will definitely. Uh, oh, thank you. Help what do we out. have
1: here? Lowe's.
0: I've heard Ooh. of them. I've heard of them. You've I like it. That. Like I was coordinating that in the background. I'm like, hey, at, uh, exactly uh, one hour and thirty <laughs> minutes. I want you to bring us heart seltzers. <laughs> like,
1: All right, we're going to yeah. yeah. <laughs> do a sponsor break. Tommy um, on the spot. And
0: we're going to do a sponsor break. No, that that that's uh, that style. You know what I've seen so far from from my experience is like. Hype ass style. People love that triple IPA. They will buy that shit. Every once in a while if you look if you dig into those untapped ratings, it's like it's too sweet. It's like, what did you expect? It's a ten percent IPA. Like and I it's think gotta be that grain.
4: Like
1: I think that's where we have a strong suit is we're not we're not doing anything to add any residual sweetness. So when we do a triple IPA, you're just getting the sweetness from the grain. So it might be not as sweet
0: as you would expect. Mm-hmm. Whatever you handed us out of that tank was delightful. I mean, perfect color, Pref. a great body. Delightful, not even done yet, which is uh, even better. I mean, you still, I'm sure, there's probably some carb or something. Something that's gonna happen. Yeah, right? I mean, I think
1: another two weeks of mellowing out, mm-hmm. um, and then
0: it's almost not fair.
1: Touching <laughs> up carb. That's you know that's something that's very important to get dial in the right amount of carbonation to bring it out
3: yeah it just comes down to scheduling i mean we know we got a canning date so we kind of have to be you know on the spot with that we got to make sure that this beer you know gets a cone drop uh, on this date or you know a couple days before right we got our our racking arm up like we know we're going to come out of this uh we don't want this down and then we you know come canning day we don't want to uh, disrupt the, the bottom of the tank too much, so we'll do we'll do typically uh, three or four cone drops in these unit tanks.
0: Do you guys feel like you've become more cerebral now that you're faced with this kind of setup? Like just all these little things that you were like, did you even did you know anticipating when you opened this place that you were going to be thinking about things like that, like where the racking arm is and
3: no i don't want to disrupt the bottom of this cone that's all a product of trial and error i mean trial by fire yeah you do you do things one way and you look at and say huh i i guess we could have done that a little better uh next time and and then we do and i mean if we can take little steps uh you know if we make one improvement every brew day then you know two years down the road we're gonna be sitting pretty but i mean sometimes improvement comes sometimes it doesn't and uh, i think it's mostly just you yeah. know being happy with ultimately what goes into a tank or ultimately what goes into a can or into a keg you want to be in a good spot you want to be feel confident and feeling good when you're serving that and i think that's kind of where we're at now yeah and we've we've made i mean there's even things that weren't
1: obvious to, to us personally where we're in towards being better like oh we might be introducing a little bit a little bit of oxygen here like let's make this change Um, we might be doing this we might be doing that like you know there's a lot of beers out there that are called double dry hopped what does that mean to us personally Um, is that volume of hops is that number of hoppings um, yeah, I
0: think how, a lot of people struggle with that to be honest. Yeah, I mean, and
1: it's it's hard. It's not what easy. What am I going to put on this label?
4: <laughs> I mean, cuz if
1: you go by deb, uh, by definition, double dry hop would mean twice as many dry hops, which is never what we've done. I mean, it's it it has to do with number of dry hoppings, timing, but even that is questionable. Like, like how
0: how crazy have you guys gotten uh, pounds per barrel with with hops? Like like, look at narrow gauge. So, so, so even, we'll- even if you want to take a minute to think about that, I'll I'll, I'll sidebar real quick with what a company like uh, Narrow Gauge, like Trillium, like I'll, a lot of these hyper New England style of breweries. It's like you can literally, as seen- a consumer, go on un- 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 Untapped and say, "All right, well, I don't think Cloud people- City is this rating, and then Double Dry
1: Hop Cloud City is this rating." I don't think people want as many hops as they think they do. <laughs>
3: I think what you're you're mainly targeting is, is saturation. I mean that that's what you Execution really want. Execution
1: of hops. I yeah, think is th-
3: that's what you want. I mean you're you're putting hops and you want this you want all the hops to come through exactly how you you kind of envision when you put the beer in and and more doesn't necessarily always make better. I mean yeah. I know I know you t- you said Trillium. I think they have a beer that's. Ten ten pounds per barrel yeah, I've um, seen that. plus
0: seen eight pound, ten pound, fourteen. And pounds, that's great. I mean, no, probably twelve. I think from like uh, uh, four fifty. I think once. Yeah. But then you'll you'll that. see you'll see
1: beers that are green with five pounds per barrel. So it, it really does come with two
0: pounds per barrel. Like, um, exactly, like it comes down to packaging execution shock, packaging shock. I've heard that name before. Yeah, but, like, I mean,
3: we're trying to pack as much hot flavor. When when you try one of our beers, you wanna. We want you to be able to taste the different hops. I mean, we don't want that to be muddled by by anything. We don't want any uh, extra uh, sweetness that might sway a palate one way or another. We want the beers that we make to represent be a, what yeah, you be a get, get when we open a Mylar hops. bag.
1: When you open a Mylar bag, you get hit with that
0: mosaic. You get hit better? with that citra. Nothing better. It's so nice.
1: That is what we're trying to put into a beer. We want to bring you right. Back here in the Brewers'
0: deck, I'm gonna bring you to Yakima. I'm gonna bring you right to yeah. the valley. Just, just smelling them hops. I mean, I, I love that at, at Phase Three with the brew team. It's like they'll they'll walk by you and like yo, know, I'll be doing something completely not even paying attention to them they'll be like smell "Smell this this. just just open that mylar bag and i'm like thank you so much it's
3: exciting man when when you pop up i mean you might have smelt it 10 times when you pop a fresh bag open and you're like oh man i gotta share this with someone else and even that goes back to homebrewing i mean we would try and dial that in you know for the nose of our beers uh recently we got we got some more cryo uh which we did a lot home brewing also, and right. uh, when you pop that bag open, it's like God. You want to share it with somebody, and it's the same with the finished product. You just want to share it. It's just like you know, you're opening a present. It's just the
1: best. Yeah. When you open that fresh bag, and it smells exactly how you hoped
3: it did. Yeah. Joe's currently chewing, <laughs> mean
0: the chicken sandwich from Cultivate. Don't judge me. You guys act like you don't have any beer to talk about.
3: This uh, well, I'm currently uh, drinking a Lols, which is fantastic. I'm currently is...
1: not because I drink at all,
3: so it's delicious.
0: <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be tight with my life changes com- uh, Ooh, <laughs> comment earlier. Definitely
3: getting my vitamins in today. Yeah,
0: since the last time uh, I-, I recorded this podcast, I I have since moved from craft- uh, Crafted 1979 over to Phase Three Brewing up in Lake Zurich. But anywho, that is a uh, Lols seltzer, right? Yeah. So
1: I mean, I think killer. if we're going to talk about beer, I think one of the cooler things for us personally was we brewed. A, we've brewed a few West Coast IPAs since we've been open, but one of the first West Coast IPAs that we canned was I bought I wanna, that
0: four pack, and it was delightful. I want to call it
1: uh, Coastal Encounter because that was one of our, one of our first, but it was uh, Cosmic Surfer. So we we mm-hmm. canned Cosmic Surfer and we're talking we're like how much beer you know how much should we can how much we make how much of this and that all of the, the the back end details that we try and go through to make sure that something is successful and it just was so well received it was so cool to see how people appreciated what we put into that um you know trying to pick the hot profile and I, we feel bad like we put, you know, a hop, a blend of American hops on, on there. But there were so many hops involved to make that flavor profile. Tell me
4: more, Big
0: Daddy. <laughs> Centennial, Simcoe, Cascade. What were you doing? What were you working with? Yes.
1: Cashmere. <laughs> All of them. Um, All the C's. Yeah, it's not, it wasn't even really intended to be a secret. But, I mean, the, the thought that we put into that beer, we were trying to capture that you know, authentic West Coast flavor profile. Profile without you know it's airing a, too much to like the modern day IPA. And we're a, trying uh, to be authentic to it.
3: It's almost like a. I mean, you you look at a two-hearted. So I mean, you got like a nice caramel backbone, um, but but we've really tried to strive to be uh, a brewery that showcases hops. So. We uh, eliminated a lot of that caramelness and, and kind of let the hops be the the star of the show. And, you know, you get a nice bitter bitter backbone. But, I mean, you're going to drink that beer. It's it's clear. It definitely looks uh, different than our New England IPAs, obviously. But uh, it's still a, a beer that showcases hops, and that's something that we always want to strive for. Absolutely.
2: That's, that's the beer that we're uh, pairing with the uh, cultiva- yeah. cultivated yeah. chicken sandwich tonight. So with
0: you guys, I mean, Dude, it's so good too. <laughs> like, I dropped my half of my first one on the floor. But <laughs> well, I they're so, so good. good. That um, Gronk spike was yeah, one day early. Yeah, yeah it
2: was. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't give enough credit to, to Grisetta and what they're doing over there. But, anyways, um, talking about that, that the uh, West Coast, and so for you guys, I mean, it's been kind of odd for you to have to, like, I don't know, you, you have to, you have to kind of quantitate everything you're doing now you have to kind of explain to people why you did this and why we're doing a west coast and why this is this is more bitter and why this is less bitter like it's been weird in that untapped universe you kind of have to live in it's like it's the one version of quality control a brewery can have i think the size that you're
1: at like i think we've been overall lucky i think we've we've you know here i'll use the word cultivated these beers (laughs) boom that's the word of the day. Every time you hear "cultivated," you have to take this a- this podcast is a to, sham. It's just, it's
0: just, <laughs> it's just all about cultivate. It's just yeah, in big, so, big Denver's pocket.
1: <laughs> so every time we put these beers together, what we're what we're trying to do is, you know, create this experience for people. And I don't, I don't think it really matters if if a person fully understands why we made a West Coast or why we made a New England. But I think what they care about is the result of that beer. And if they taste the beer and that tastes good to them, I think they're happy with it. And that's what we've experienced. Like even, you know, Berry Rainbow is a good example. That beer is all over the place. There's so many different fruits. There's so many different things going on. Multiple yeast strains and all this stuff. And overall, the feedback's been great. And I think that's cool to see, you know, just people appreciating the final product of what we put together whether or not they understand why we made that particular beer
3: yeah it's almost uh it comes down to like people trusting us which is crazy i mean weird to think scary right Right. no it's like all right i'm looking you right in the eyes i don't (laughs) trust you (laughs) a little (laughs) shady character (laughs) but i'm I'm enjoying the beers (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah you look online and it's like you know what i haven't had a bad beer from those guys and i mean that's that's the best compliment you could make i mean it's 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 really like uh you know, although they
0: we thought might thought they were throwing the backhanded compliment at you, but
4: right. in reality you're like,
3: "Thanks, bro." Yeah, we'll like, take right. It. Yeah. 4. Uh, 4. 0 take stars. Four. We'll take it. I don't I'll take it for no I love well, this beer. 2.75. You're saying I never made a bad <laughs> beer. no, that's that's Darn. really uh, that's really what you want to you want to be at. You want to be a brewery that puts beer out and people just buy it because because brotherhood made it. You know, mm. you don't have to necessarily dive into the style. There's there's a ton of styles that I'm not necessarily um, crazy familiar with. Um, but I mean, if we put a beer out, uh, you can, you can guarantee that, that Ryan and I both like it and, uh, that it's something yeah. that we, that we enjoy and that we're proud of.
1: Yeah. I, 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 agree with that wholeheartedly. If we produce a beer and we're not happy with it, it will not be put in cans. Yeah. There's a trench it drain, drain we're sitting either. right
0: by. There's a trench mm-hmm. drain that'll go right into it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And and, uh, and don't worry about them. There's, like, a government thing where you can write it off. They'll give you some tax money back. I don't know. There's something like that. It doesn't even that matter. If, yeah. if, 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 if we're it not sucks, it's not going to go in your can or your glass. Ultimately, 100%. nothing
3: leaves here without, you know, at least <laughs> Ryan and I's QC and Tom and, and, and the rest of the guy ga- You know, Pat and Murr.
2: Uh, Pat, Pat tries all his beers with the chew-in. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, no. he's like, Actually, he, I'm getting a winter not, green tone. He quit. He quit. He's not He's not had a chew in six stop. months. Stop good for him. him. And, you know and what? I feel like an asshole That's now. not a commercial
1: <laughs> for brothership beers. That, that We didn't, we didn't make him bat. stop. Uh-huh. But
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, all right. So, so, good. Again, you guys are playing right into my segue game. You guys are nailing Ooh. this thing at every turn. We're one trying of to make you, it easy one for of you. One of you three is telling a story that drives me right into my next kind of thought process. So, my next thing I want to talk to you guys about was kind of like, all right, so... How do you guys kind of fit in now with with this culture, with like what 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 we what you have to deal with now? Now you have to like you have to deal with something. That, all right, this is maybe the boring side of beer, but how are you can hop people have hop contracts all around you. People are, you're spot buying this and that. Like, how are you guys kind of developing recipes and then trying to meet the ingredients to build those recipes?
1: I think we were um, prepared for this just from homebrewing. Like we always were get what you get hops mm-hmm. and we're working with that constantly um, adjusting our ratios when we get stuff that we don't like when we get stuff we do like adjusting for that and i think that just by the nature of being a home brewer we've been able to adapt to what was given to us and you know galaxy is a very controversial hop there's you know the Tasmanian version, the Victorian version. Yeah. Do you like this one? Do you like that one? How how do you use that in ratio to your other hops that are in the beer? And I think all of that is very important. And I think what it comes down to is you know, just tasting and you know, rubbing those hops and seeing what you like, what you don't like and then you implement that in the beer and you adjust it as you need to and you Adjust future versions of that beer to make sure that you hit those tasting notes that you want in the final product. And I think being able there's there's two very important parts of making beer. Part A is knowing what you like, and part B is knowing how to get there. And that's that's super critical. So if you know what you like and you know how to get there, then you're always going to be okay. And I think I think that's the recipe.
0: Do you ever feel like uh, like like we're not getting the appreciation i don't know how it works i don't know how you guys decide if it's one central place or if you're like i have to go to bsg i got to go hop or i got to go to yakima isn't yeah. there like yakima Dif- valley yakima something or other yeah
3: different uh places have different products available and and if we're talking grain we might use a bsg or a cmg or and yeah, yeah i mean okay. there's different monsters that are kind of tied into different uh Uh, you know distributors of of grain but uh, when it comes to hops that's a little bit uh.
1: and I think we're only getting better with time because we have a backlog of hops that we're blending by years by crops by everything and we're we're making sure we dial in to that flavor profile that we are you making
0: that decision like just by but you're blending hops by year and crop it's, like, it's
3: it's it's a very raw process but we'll essentially smell the bags uh, crush gi- some don't hops don't give it away don't give it away <laughs> oh, okay. there's nothing
1: to give away it's yeah, very this subjective is nothing it's secretive it's mean, nothing secret i mean i think everyone should do that who makes beer and i know you know i know everybody who's making professional beers doing that um, so, so think of it like uh,
3: from a barrel standpoint. If you're going to blend two barrels together, it's because you kind of like one aspect of one barrel and you kind of like one aspect of another barrel, and you want to combine those. The sum is greater than the, the, parts, the parts, and yeah. you and know that's kind of how we do it hop-wise. But a lot of that's out of necessity, too. We're not necessarily going in the cooler every day and smelling hops and saying this should be with this. And no, this be but that. before we
1: dry hop, we're definitely assessing what we have and it's it's for us personally it's more of a the cards we've been dealt other than the cards that we picked we didn't you know there's a lot of people who are much larger breweries than us they get they get to go out and pick the ace ace king king uh, queen and they have a great hand we get dealt whatever we get dealt and we try and make the best you know we know we have whatever hand we've been dealt and we'll adjust accordingly and we'll buy accordingly to make sure that we can do the best. Gear that we possibly can do at the at the end of the
0: day twos and threes are good man (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah
1: i mean well you know what you know what three threes are it's a three of a kind which is great
3: (laughs) at the end of the day these are all agricultural products so we get them delivered to us on a on a tightly wrapped pallet and it's kind of up to us to essentially bring the all those ingredients to life but i mean you know everything from uh grain farmers to hop farmers i mean without without those guys you know yeast cultivators um absolutely it's it's you know it's kind of like praise to those guys and they kind of seem like they're the unsung heroes in the whole uh beer game you know you don't hear uh great hazy dream state beer um i love the way that uh, yakima Your valley did these mo- yeah this mosaic you perfect. know so i mean we get we get a lot of raw products, and and we kind of assess them as they come in, and uh, we make the best of, of what we can we do with those beers, and uh, that's kind of. And I think the our motto, we've always, you know, from being
1: guys that have started by making hazy IPAs, we've always said we'll we'll never be too afraid to change what we need to change. So, you know, as things are handed to us we're not afraid to make changes as needed to adapt to what what has been given to us so
0: so now we come to the most important part of the podcast is like how much dogecoin do you guys have <laughs> oh, oh man. man oh all of it is that why you guys are so confident and, and cool on the if microphone this doesn't work like, out i got about four dogecoins <laughs> i got mad dogecoin dead <laughs> like Oh man! That's, That's, we actually
3: yeah. put uh, a, a little Easter egg for everybody on the bottom <laughs> of uh, that was Hazy Dream State. We put uh, bro <laughs> ship to the moon, bro ship to the moon, a little homage <laughs> to the Reddit boys that shook up the market yeah. a little bit.
0: That <laughs> current, uh- yeah, okay, I see. I see because you guys are guys Robin Hood boys, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I see. Bunch Uh-oh. of Game Stoppers. I see. It's like, like I told you guys before we started recording, It's like I just have a couple of references I throw in there and I pretend like I know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, totally. Like I'm blockchain, kind of bro. Way. You're talking about like fucking <laughs> blockchain? Yeah, dude. I know all about that Bitcoin I a shit. I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, have a I have a confession. I own zero Dogecoin.
1: I have no Dogecoin. <laughs> I'm not a financial advisor and I have no valuable input for you to put your money in. Not a financial advisor. Don't take anything that I I said or you think I thought on this podcast to heart.
0: He's about to come hard with some information. He's like, <laughs> but just so you know, <laughs> Fila is making a comeback. KFC, <laughs>
1: let's go. <laughs> May,
3: maybe later, but I made the
1: disclaimer, so we're good. So What so about
3: Champs? Champs footwear? I geez. feel like that would be the next. Are I'm they, looking are, at you are, with are that champion, champion sweatshirt right now. I feel like yeah, I, I, I always really right? got my best All shoes from next? the athlete's foot. I rocked Champion when it was uh, 12 bucks at Walmart, yep, and yep, uh, yep. they made a come-up, so I respect their hustle, so I'll pay 40 bucks for this. When Tony Romo was wearing
0: them, Tony. I feel like Roma I was in the was mall right.
1: and Champs didn't have what I needed or in my size, and I'd go to Athlete's
0: Foot, I'd get it, yeah. and it was just a shoein'. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So, so you guys, you guys, uh, created a natural segue again. Without knowing it, because you guys started talking we're about it, we're
3: kind of making it easy for you, you, you. Joe, guys started, on your first podcast you guys back? Like, you yeah. Look,
0: I feel like you guys kind of uh, crutch me into this thing, but but uh, one of the one of the later things in the in the day. Well, I mean, just so you know, we're about just under two hours in. Um, we I t- t- told you pee first because you might strap in, so it goes a long way here. So mm-hmm. you were talking about blending, so there has got to be barrels somewhere, right? <laughs>
4: oh, There's got to be some barrels you or something, ask. right? Oh
3: man. Joe Bobby, we have I one. know you're young.
0: I know you're I know you're young. I know it's 10 barrels. We I know you don't have a shit ton of space barrel. here. And uh, Valentine's Day,
1: guess what Kyle and I are doing? We're brewing a stout <laughs> exclusively for barrels and we're going to make sure that they're the best barrels. But <laughs> what we've tasted so far our base stout,
0: is it, that, yeah. is it that Predator Brian Pouch you're talking about that has these? No. Can I go to his house No. taste will. No. No. I will, no.
1: will hand-pour you one right now from our oh, personal that's barrel about- that's on casters <laughs> for a, a motor I vehicle. Looked, I just looked
0: to my left and saw it. Yeah, that, Thank you, that's Kyle. That's kind of sketchy.
3: Two broken casters that we used actually to get the brew house in here. Is that here. just straight
0: oak, or does that ha- did that?
3: How
1: something um, else inside of it. That's the Belfort. name of the
2: that's the name of it. It's uh, it Space Belfort. Debris B- Broken Casters.
3: That's <laughs> what we're calling it. it Space was, Debris. It Broken was a Belfort Rye barrel. <laughs> so Let's Belfort put some Rye. In there,
2: please. Oh, it's man. a
3: younger barrel. Um, at oh, the Belfort. young barrels
1: are the best ones for,
3: for okay. beer because they have so much No, they have so much flavor
1: left in the in the barrel. Like the bourbon didn't steal it all. Yeah. And when you get a two, three, four year old barrel. There's just so much left there for the beer to take and we got all of it. It tastes yeah. awesome.
3: Yeah, this was a Kenwoods uh,
0: over in Homer Glen. Oh, they Kenwood, actually, right. Yeah, there are guys over Shouts there. Shouts out yeah. to Kenwood. Shout, Shout out to Kenwood Mike. Liquors. Yeah, John and Mikey Homer Glen, are going take care of us. Hey, hey. Ooh-wee. And,
3: uh, yeah, Ed Belfort started up his own whiskey company. I mean, Shout out. And
0: me, Ed Belfort.
3: He knows a thing or two about alcohol, if you followed and his the butter, career. And the butterfly. <laughs> he
0: knows the butterfly. He knows, he a beautiful knows butterfly. Yeah. Great. I mean,
3: should I tap say? into this now during the podcast? One of the better helmets. Yeah. we got one of the better helmets. Let's right. bust that bunk hole open and oh, let's get shit. get some liquid
0: out. All it. right, yeah.
1: I'm gonna take a uh, time out. All right, so he's, he's, right he's
0: gonna go take a nail out. Is there a nail in there? Is that what <laughs> we're doing? You know what? We're gonna go straight Going straight, straight homebrew style.
3: style. We're gonna use a uh, essentially
0: a uh, pump to get it out All of there. Right. Blow off. All um, right, here's the real test. All right, you're you're almost two hours in. And guess what? What's the host up? has to pee. Does he? Can you handle it? We can do it, That's Tom. What do you think? You two can do this, right? Absolutely. It's two man. Just talk about the Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Tomorrow all right. Is the Super Bowl. Let's do it. And guess what? It's going to be like a week before we release it, so doesn't matter who won.
3: Go to the bathroom. This is the brothership
0: takeover. I'll, th- I'll throw a Gazette on here. I don't <laughs> care.
3: Yeah. Tell him to come back. I know he wanted to uh, hop on. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tampa Bay plus 140 is definitely a enticing odd. Do you like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers tomorrow? You know what? I just can't find myself betting against Tom Brady. You know, I've, I've done it before in the past. It's never worked out. Yeah. Uh, he always
2: just finds a way, and that's kind of yeah. what he does. I, uh, Tom Brady knows how to win, but uh, I think I, me personally, I feel they're overmatched.
3: I also – I mean, Tom Brady just woke up one day and was like, hey, guys, you want to go to the Super Bowl? <laughs>
2: yeah. And then, I mean, sure as shit, I, there they are. I believe I, – I'll tell you what, due to the fact that uh – we're in the COVID season, and they're not going to have a full capacity of crowd or anything like that. But the fact that they're at home, it's got to be—it's got a, it's be be a little bit of favor. a spark, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's the first time in history that's ever happened. To be honest with you,
3: we also uh, welcome Matt Cireseta back, yeah, uh, Matt Chef. Krizetta. Oh yeah. Matt Over at brought
2: us, he brought us some uh, tasty chicken fried sandwiches, and they got that little uh, Carolina kick to them. Hell
5: yeah, they do. Yeah, I'm just filling in for uh, for little Bobby over here. I guess this is my podcast
3: for the next. Yeah, you got the good laptop yeah, in front of you. I absolutely. think it's all yours. Look though. at
5: that. So I'm just going to put everybody I'm just going to mess with the mixer here a little bit. Just kidding. Yeah, Auto,
3: auto-tune man. my voice. A little Dude.
5: T-Pain action. Oh, shit. How is that not already a thing that's right. happening? Right, how is
3: that not a one-click <laughs> button? Uh, yeah. what's, what's new over at Cultivate, man? I mean, you guys are just, I feel like nonstop killing it.
5: <laughs> yeah, well, we're trying to do something cool like every other week, man. Uh, I mean, we're trying to stay relevant. I mean, obviously, COVID, well, you guys know. I mean, it hurt our industry pretty bad, man. Sure. When you're operating at 25% capacity, you're trying to do as much outside of your four walls as you can. So this past week, we just did a take-home beer pairing. Went really, really well. well. One of your beers was featured, by the way. I mean, absolutely crushed it. Well, you know how much brothership beer we sell over there, man. You
3: guys sell a very healthy amount.
5: Well, I mean, it sells itself, honestly. When you're producing the best hazies in Illinois, or really all of the Midwest, honestly, I mean, all you got to do is just put it in front of people, man, and it just sells itself, like I said. But yeah, man, we uh, actually, the dish that we paired with your guys' beer was absolute money. So we paired your hazy dream state with a, like a spicy and sweet crab salad, which is like a hazy IPA with a spicy, sweet crab salad that's like citrus forward. It was just a, like, layup. Slam dunk. Very nice. One of those things. I mean, I'm really looking forward to patio season, because, I mean, when you're talking Mm -hmm. about those tropical flavor profiles that you guys seem to have really dialed in, I mean, what better to be crushing on a patio when it's 95 degrees out, 100% humidity. I mean, it's just... I just can't wait for it to be summer, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, we're looking forward to working with you here. Uh, Matt was telling us that he's going to. They're going to be delivering here to the to the brothership tap room. That's Beautiful. right. Which will be nice. Uh, you can Free order right off the. the ship? You can right. You can order right off the menu, and they'll uh, bring it over to you, fresh I mean, and hot.
3: It's essential. I mean, it's less what. It's probably eight minutes away. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's yeah. going to be delivered hot and as intended uh, as it was intended to be and uh i mean just take a look at their menu and and they're knocking things out of the park daily you come i mean people are like oh how do you come up with so many new beers that's kind of like easier for us but i mean coming up with new food pairings and new new flavor combinations that's all your uh wheelhouse and that's something that we kind of look to and you know you, you you're uh Definitely close to the trees and see the forest in your own realm. And we're comfortable making different kind of beers, but you knock it out of the park, man.
0: Joe it's Bobby's weird. back. This is full back. musical chairs right now, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. We switched it to auto. Only to the music um, stops, Joe.
5: Auto-cham. I'm gonna go give a hand. <laughs> right on. But uh, yeah, cultivate. We're all about like
2: what I miss, dude. We're just talking, we're talking about uh, talking about chicken sandwiches. We're talking, talking about the 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 pairings uh, that uh, Matt that Matt had. Uh, featuring a brothership beer and uh, crab salads and the way they're gonna be delivering to our tap room here
0: you know what was amazing was the uh, education I got from watching uh, the I don't know if it was from the video or from something but it was it was your commenting about uh, uh, beer can chicken oh yeah dude it's That's such a like a, a bro staple. It is. canned beer chicken. It's all Oh, oh dude, it's freaking you just shove a you shove a can of beer halfway filled up that thing's ass. It cut make the any fucking sense. aluminum off halfway like so Not not a thing. A little bit. Brine f- that bitch.
5: Physical science tells you that water boils at 212 degrees. So like to even get like a whole bunch of steam coming out of that beer can that chicken's got to be overcooked
0: to death in order for you. It's a get dry empty. ass chicken.
5: Exactly. You don't want dry chicken. Nobody wants that. Yeah. So you got to brine it, man. I mean, that's what I've been saying. I mean, it, yeah, it's not gonna get you know the Instagram likes because it's not gonna have this cool rack with a beer can sticking out of the right. butt. But you know what though? We got the beer flavor. But in you're there.
0: brining with vivid lights, so I can't complain.
5: I know, man. <laughs> and well, yeah, vivid lights like to brine a beer in an beer. IPA. Yeah. Like I thought, it just went so nicely with that, like super tropical, spicy. Like it was just such a good pairing. I mean, not true, trying to toot my own horn, I eat, I ate the hell out of that. You should, so. you should
0: toot, toot a little bit.
5: Well, a little toot. You don't have to like
0: there. live Nightmare with everybody. these people. Everybody. It's not like Jessica <laughs> is listening to me. Oh well, <laughs> you she knows like, live all about that too. I mean, oh, so wow. t- so Tom, did you just drop on me that? Wait, is it? You guys are not delivering here right now. You oh, will dude,
2: be? yeah, we are. We can. Sure. Yep. They so brought their menus over is today. This a thing, like,
0: starting, Not only starting are we soon.
2: Here.
5: So there's two places in the universe. So how's this gonna work? We get t- so cultivate. Give delivers. me the full
0: process. Walk me through, like, I'm the idiot on Yelp that's gonna be like, I don't know why they didn't put my chicken sandwich in my mouth for me. Like, like <laughs> so explain to me
5: how this is gonna work. So you're a hungry dude. Yeah. You're drinking some of the best beer made in the state of the. Illinois. What if
0: I'm drinking space debris vanilla? Maybe, maybe I'm just over the limit a little bit. You're just got over the Uber limit? Got my Uber coming. I'm hungry as fuck.
5: So you got your Uber coming. I mean, hell. I mean, it's never too late to eat. So, <laughs> I mean, depending on how close your Uber is. I mean, I always say coming up here, give us Let's a half hour. Let's say he's 20 minutes away. Let's Ooh. say he's 30 minutes Ooh. away. 30 minutes away. That's the wheelhouse, man. You're gonna be you're gonna be ordering whatever your heart desires. We got the full menu ready. I mean, we serve breakfast till three. Am I calling or am you're I apping? Appin? Yeah, actually, I would suggest apping just because you know I like to use our app. Our website's great. A friend of ours made it. I think Brian Pouch. Everybody? Oh yeah,
4: you Brian know.
0: Pouch. Shout out to Brian Pouch. Wavato. Shout Lovato. out to Brian Pouch.
5: Yeah, one of the greatest human beings. He really anybody is. knows he really is. But uh, yeah, no, you order from the app. Call us in if you want to hear my sexy voice on the other end of that phone. You may or may not get it. But yeah, we're just a shot away, as they say. And uh, uh, free delivery. Away. Free delivery to the Bro Ship, free delivery to Crafted. The only two places Ooh. on earth that you earth. can get free delivery to. We need just some we laminated you guys. menus.
0: Yeah, what's I up, dude? Or, or a QR code. I don't care. Or a QR Whatever. code. Whatever. Oh, yeah. QR code Doesn't is a matter. trigger
5: word
3: for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that boy trigger right now. Look yeah, yeah. Look
3: Tom's up. headphones looked better and feel a little better on the ears. Oh, really? Yeah, these okay. are nice.
0: All right, I'll talk to him later. But I'll talk to Ryan if he feels <laughs> the same way. What do you yeah. think?
3: How do how, how do you feel about mine coming from yours? I feel good. Soft, <laughs> supple. Um, good.
1: They're, they're not soft, but they're <laughs> doing the job. I hear I hear everything pretty well.
0: All right, so so last I I don't know what the fuck happened in the last ten minutes, but <laughs> but <Same>. other than <laughs> other than figuring out that I can order Matt Rosetta's. Ridiculous menu at Crafted or Brothership and have it delivered to my seat, my bar stool for free. That's amazing. But uh, what?
1: So, what I you, did. You
0: went and pumped a beer?
1: Yeah. Out potentially so, from <laughs> Kyle the <barrel>? and I <laughs> took a little hiatus from the podcast. Okay, okay, and what we okay. did was we pumped out the one and only barrel
0: aged out we have, Space Debris. Um, like no aging. looking in front of myself. I don't see any. I, yeah, tossed I, the, I tossed it in the. I
3: tossed it in the cooler for a quick chill set because it's, it. it's, it's, it's room temp right now. <laughs> we put it in the
1: cooler. We're like, oh, we'll give it a little chill, but it's not going to get cold cold. We're going to no. do it to like fifty five degrees. You know that. Look at this down. asshole. Temperature.
3: Oh, they're back, Cody and Laura. We you, you talked about you guys Cody. earlier. What's up? Backdoor Cody. Oh, wow. Cody and Laura, where my a homebrew <laughs> career started, <laughs> are
1: in the house. I mean, without them, I probably would have never done homebrewing. I don't know. Yeah hey man it always helps well, how did how did your friends? homebrew story start kyle <laughs> you
3: know what, i, I just kind of said hey you know making beer seems cool and i think i got a like a northern brewer kit um something i think it was a Sh- all chinook ipa and i all did tropicalist juiciest yeah, right bits. no i was like yeah oh, that'll do it'll be beer oh, that'll be fine um and, and it was it was it was very okay um, but it's like you want more. And, I mean, even just at the bar, we were talking with a couple uh, homebrewers before we hopped on uh, uh, the podcast. And it's like, you know, if you want to make beer that you would be, like, happy to pay for, you kind of got to go the all-grain all route. So yeah, um, I you know Ryan it. was doing kind of his own thing with Cody. I think we all kind of did a, a couple batches um, by ourselves. But ultimately, it comes down to, like, beer is Way better when you're making it with other people.
1: Yeah, I, I 100% agree. I think I, well, I started with Cody obviously because Laura bought him the homebrew kit. And then, you know, I think he found out it was too much cleaning for his personal liking. <laughs>
3: He's
4: like, fuck, um,
1: it. The worst fuck part of this. It, you know,
3: it, why it, is the brewing only 20% of the process? I,
1: I always say that brewing is cleaning with the product of beer. Um, yeah. And then, kyle and i went to college together and um you know we're both making beer separately at that moment because you know that's
3: just i didn't have many friends <laughs> well,
1: there's there's not many a
0: weird looking dude.
1: There's there's not many people who say, "All right, I want to dedicate an entire day to produce uh, 5 uh, gallons of liquid that may or may not be good."
3: It's like Sunday, you're off day. Yeah, it sounds great. I'll hang out in the garage at 30 degrees for uh, 10 hours.
0: I was going to bang a bunch of <laughs> chicks, but I guess I guess I'll go make some beer. It's uh, a
1: <laughs> I had nothing better to do a clo- than a make sugar close <laughs> No, but yeah. So then, um, you know, after that, Kyle and I hooked up, and uh, we started making beer together. Heyo! Oh, just for <laughs> experimenting,
3: right? <laughs> Brothership to the moon.
0: All I'm looking at right now is this sweet ass Kemp's Upper Tap shirt right now. Oh, oh man, Camps uh, Upper Tap.
3: Can
1: we stop for a minute and give. we we can stop. Let's do another plug.
0: <laughs> Maybe the greatest social media game in the small restaurant game. Well, right. can can you however many
3: qualifiers you want. Yes, yeah. he's, he's lights action out. Action shorts. Yeah.
0: Do we not all want a pair of action shorts? Have you seen those margaritas oh, he makes?
3: Baby
1: i so, tasted um, uh, those margaritas
0: that they make.
1: We when we were coming back from the narrow gauge collab, we stopped uh weebing, Kyle, myself, and uh, Tom Was, was it Josh. a Wednesday and Josh.
0: Was it a Wednesday? Was it a Wednesday? You did not get a no, it probably cream wasn't a cheeseburger thing. Days but
3: are just like almost cream subjective <laughs> Cream cheeseburgers,
1: dude. <laughs> the, the food was off the chains. The, yeah, the beer was off the chains. They actually had beer that we couldn't yeah. get. Yeah. Like In fact, the, the F- beer, F- the beer F- was Tapple. ridiculous. <laughs>
3: Effie Tapple they had And I hadn't tried it Up until that point Kemp
0: could call me And like mumble A bunch of words i like Yes you can have Whatever you want like, <laughs> He's he gets, great He yes. gets whatever he wants If
3: he jacked the pallet From me when he yeah. uh, Picked up on On Wednesday uh, and, and just like Put it into his car I don't think I would Have stopped him but I mean The, only the guy's reason I acknowledged, an animal
0: The only reason I Acknowledged his shirt Was because I saw He posted Some bro shit beer Which is yeah. Like honestly I know it sounds weird But it's like It's good company To be in Like that Look dude's at, awesome. There's Hot Butcher. There's phase three. Yeah. And Brothership. Like he puts you guys in the same level in central Illinois mm-hmm. where basically Yeah, that's as south as you we go, get you yeah. gotta go you gotta go south to get to Triptych, you know, <laughs> who's right. as good as he gets down there. And yeah, he's a he's, good dude. Yeah, and he's moving shit all over the that, that part of Illinois. But Kemp thought that you guys were perfectly fitted in that area, which I was just like Yep, Kemp thinks they're good. <laughs> they're good. Like hell yeah, I love it. And I see you wearing that shirt. and I'm like, yep, yep. It's a sweet shirt yeah. too. It yeah. is a sweet shirt. I
3: mean, I've got the hustle sip.
1: Did he seriously like hustle? Owns, sip, he owns a never small quit.
0: town. He, he literally owns a small town without knowing that he owns a small town. Yeah, that's that's his street. I we, think
3: that's uh, we think that's main we,
0: street. We went there and stayed there overnight, and I was like. This is weird. <laughs> he's like, he's like, that's my Airbnb. <laughs> that's my restaurant. That's my extra restaurant. <laughs> oh my, yeah, he mentioned holy the shit. Airbnb. He might you know. as well be a mayor. Like, he might as well be the mayor of Lexington. The coolest dude, like, in yeah. the world, maybe.
3: And the I, nicest I, guy I in the world. And that that, that place is
1: sweet. The yeah. the beer is awesome. Yep. The food is awesome they the can't say enough about awesome. him. Yeah. I can't. He,
3: he I walked can't. out of here on uh, when, when he picked up beer, and I and Tom happened to be walking by. I'm like, I like that guy. And <laughs> I, I, that wasn't enough. I was like, I like that guy a lot. <laughs> it's <was> just like <laughs> yeah. crazy. You, you can't say very cool it. Very cool,
0: dude. It's not a coincidence that he has beer in Lexington, Illinois from like five of the best Breweries like in the in the state, you yeah. know, from the Chicago landing. I mean, he's a hustler, like, if you, if man. If he's will. here
3: picking it up, you know. I mean, yeah. he hits, uh, you know, phase three. He does the hot butcher. He does uh, us, and he brings all of his beer, kind of to the people, man. He's yeah, uh, just a fun guy. Yeah.
0: So, all right, I know we we got we're, we're in that like twilight of the episode when we're all just like having a good time trying beers. So. What do you guys see? I mean, I know obviously you dump you dumped some uh, barrel agent into the cooler for us trying to get us a little chill on there, so that's that's a little glimpse into the future. But what else? What else do you guys see coming on the line? Like where are your personal tastes taking you? Where is the the obviously the need the the fill that whole uh, kind of consumer uh, aspect coming? Like got, obviously you gotta make New England style IPAs that satisfy people. Oh, I don't mm-hmm. want to
1: say gotta. Yeah, we love to. We
0: yeah. love you know, to. And you know what? Again, that's what I said earlier. Like, you guys are one of the few that actually came into it doing that because you loved it. Yeah, not that, because, that's not definitely our like our heart. Some like, well, we got to make that money. We got to make that cash register ring. Let's make mm-hmm. some New Englands. Let's go. You guys were like, I want to make this. I don't want to feel like trading for it anymore. I don't want I don't want mm-hmm. to have to go accrue. New England IPAs to trade for New England IPAs you know <laughs> yeah it's, and it's and, and I'm happy
1: to report back and say that we just make beers that we love and like right now um what what are we loving I think we're loving New England as we always have doubles triples um we're loving we're really loving West Coast IPAs um if you come to the brewery you know you won't see it in cans or package but if you come to the brewery you're going to see a lot of other beers you're going to see beers that have, um, you know, they're just lager pilsners, something that's very drinkable, very crisp, very, very easy drinking. Um, and then, you know, something that I think we're going to bring back soon that I think we do love is Space Jammed. I yeah. think Space Jammed was awesome. Space Jammed was just our overfruited Berliner. And. Yeah that was so well received by people but i think that's you know that's going to be a taproom only beer
3: yeah the the lulls actually kind of brought me back to space Jammed a bit um just kind of like that overfruited. you know you're kind of getting like a novelty beer you're going to get a lot of fruit you're going to get a lot of big flavors you're going to get a thick body and uh that's uh pretty much what our target is kind of with space jams um plasma wave kind of knocks the fruit down to a little bit of a more uh i would say drinkable level um something not as uh thick and in in of a lot of uh much more substance so we kind of vary the degrees on fruit depending on our target and uh we adjust uh flavor to kind of hit the profile that we're shooting for
1: and and one other thing i would say is that for 2021 um You know, every time I log into Brothership Brewing's website, I see, you know, we specialize in New England IPAs, fruited sours, and barrel-aged stouts. Up until this year, we haven't delivered on the barrel-aged stouts. We're going to deliver on the barrel-aged stouts. We're going to start brewing and filling barrels, and we are going to deliver on barrel-aged stouts. You'll hear it in this podcast. We're, I'm actually going to, after I'm done saying this, I'm going to go get the current barrel that we have as our prototype that we're going to follow up on for future barrels. But we're going to definitely deliver on the barrel Age Stouts, and we're going to make, make that part. It's a it's component really, of our brewery. Yeah,
3: it's really beautiful when you taste a barrel aged stout and say, "I'm not putting anything in that." Like like the the barrel character. It's the not stout, talking to me. It's right. <laughs> the the stout base. I mean, that's something that you're proud of. I mean, uh, we love adjuncts. We love coconut. We love cacao nibs. We love all of it. Uh, but when you can when you can put a base stout into a barrel and really love the character that's coming out and get some of that barrel character. You get that nice, roasty malt. You get a lot of, uh, like a, this is like a brownie, like a boozy brownie batter in all the right ways. Um, it's just something that we're really proud of, and uh, I know there's variance between barrel and barrel. Um, <laughs> But so far, it's nice
0: I'd say to have one. <laughs>
3: so far, I'd say one for one. But you know, yeah, you never really know what you're getting uh, when when you put a beer uh, beer in a barrel and uh, blending something. People might
0: tricking themselves. They're like, well, we got all these barrels. Might as well fill them. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, well, that, you do one barrel, you're kind of handcuffing yourself. But yeah, I mean, you do one barrel it. and it tastes pretty fucking good. I mean, like, our
3: carb stone's at about 70 gallons, so you know that 55 gallon wouldn't be able to be transferred back into there. There's a couple uh, ways There's that some we some variables
0: could, you need to deal with, right? Yeah.
3: but I mean, we we love the fact that Kenwoods was able to give us a barrel that we uh, that we dug when we tried their uh, actual uh, bourbon product. Um, That's
0: cool. That's cool. That you found somebody to, like connected with the D right? no, They've been
2: very uh, supportive of. So wait,
0: wait, you're saying you tried their barrel pick, and we're yeah. like, oh, this bourbon is nice. So we actually nice. have. I would love to put beer
2: in that. Yeah, we actually have a bottle.
0: How'd you connect uh, it, well, a-, a to B? That's probably... I, uh, <laughs> well, I don't want both of you guys looking at me going, I don't know. Well, do you, do you mean how
3: did we get the yeah, barrel or a how did B? we... How'd
0: you go A to B? How were you like... Well, well like, I mean, all right. So it, you guys have been making beer and kind of in the... Not, not officially in the industry for yeah. like a bunch of years, but you've been professional for a year and then around the industry a lot. Like... So Kenwood some, actually gave us... There's uh, some people out there that you're like, you meet them, and you're like, all right, well, you got good beer on tap, Doesn't mean you know beer. Doesn't sure, mean, so they actually doesn't mean gave you us... does taste my stout and say it should go in my barrel. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. They actually gave us, a, a, it was about a quarter of a bottle of the actual bourbon that the yeah. beer came from. Um, it was actually signed by Ed Belford at Hall of Fame 2011. Eddie Belford. Eddie, big save. big save.
2: Pat Foley save. Denied by the pad <laughs> of Belfort. Yeah.
3: Kick save and a beauty. Let's Niemi go. says no. Can we yeah. just rattle off a bunch of Pat no, Foley? No,
0: stop
2: uh, <laughs> it. <laughs> got love Pat Foley. He's the no, great,
0: no, greatest. I'm, hey, I'm a 1000 guy in the commercial for the uh, trade show. Yeah, yeah. It's Andre Dawson's voice. <laughs> yep. And he's like, and me. Ed for <laughs> It's like no, Andre. Your name's Andre, right? And you, you had Hall
3: going up and down the Benny's lines not too long ago. Yeah, poor but uh, we tried it. We were like, "This is a, a really nice McKenna. young bourbon." Uh, we knew that you know young bourbons kind of a, a barrel that we're going to put beer in and get get a good amount of uh, character out of. So uh, we 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 were also in the research you know in development uh phases of that beer so we put it in there zero regrets even now we're tasting it we're loving it and uh we'll see moving on we'll we'll vary the barrels and we might get into some sort of level of blending but until then we're pretty happy so far with what we've uh, put in
0: all right so for now brian went and dealt with one barrel right so let's let's talk in what we know so we got one barrel and uh, how many months? How, ma- how, how, how many months? Probably has it been six. Con- no, it's think.
2: about five and a half right five now, I half, believe. Six, yeah. alright and a half, six. All right.
0: And we're talking full 53-gallon barrel? Yeah, that's correct. All right. right. So we're looking at six months. Yep. When well, you guys brewed this beer. Did you guys brew this beer with the intent of putting it in barrels? No.
1: Now this was so this um, is a
0: portioned off batch. Right. So anybody, you took, you, yeah, you had some fresh. You had some put in the barrels.
1: Anybody who had uh, space to bring hazelnut, this is the barrel aged version of that particular beer. We have altered the There's recipe. No hazelnut, in it, though. no hazelnut, right? No, no hazelnut in this in this barrel aged version. We adjuncted. Um, the non-barrelage portion. So what you would
0: call the base of space debris? We, yeah, base the, the space.
1: Yep. Wait, call it call it base debris. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Oh. He
0: just fucked me <laughs> up. <laughs> 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 Got a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, you guys have such a great expression of chocolate. You guys
1: do. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, There's there's no no adjuncts. There's, there's, like there's a lot of like
0: cacao nib, and I do cocoa nibs and cacao and chocolate. It's like. All right, yeah. get that. It's Baker's a pretty complex. Chocolate. It's a complex I, I grain
3: bill this. with with a good amount of uh, chocolate didn't. specialty uh, roasts and yeah. malts and. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh, it's, but I
1: just I just love it. It's like, it's like the best expression of bourbon inside of a chocolatey, chewy stout body, mm-hmm. and I just well, yeah. love that. No
0: denying the body and the uh, the build that you guys have done so far. I mean. You guys are five and a half months in. Whatever. We'll see what happens in 12 months. But, God, it feels like a good start, right?
1: <laughs> it feels good. It yeah. feels it feels good to be in Mokina. It feels good to be making beer. It feels good to be watching people in the tap room consuming the beer, enjoying it. We're having a great time. And I think that's what we want to emanate is that we're just having a good time here. We're trying to make the best beer we can, and we hope you guys enjoy
3: it. What do you think, Joe? What are your uh, kind of tasting notes on this guy? I haven't even touched
0: it yet. Well, I'm what, not. I'm not what ready are you waiting for. I'm not ready Christmas? for this, dude. You think I'm ready for this? <laughs> I think you're ready. I got Brian Pouch calling me like I got like a couple journeyman barrels filled <laughs> with brothership beer. I got a couple journeyman That's barrels. That's true. Yeah. Well, with, this is with, the Ed Belfour variant with the <laughs> Vlad Zombie Shark. I got the variant. I'm like, what are you doing at your house? Why is your house <laughs> He's like a house like a weird a science mad chemist, lab? Yeah.
3: Yeah. But also But again, the
0: only thing I got is what I commented on. That that smell, that nose is chocolate. Chocolate. Yeah. And you guys are saying like you're hoping to put this out into whatever it becomes without touching it outside of
3: yeah I think a nice introduction I think it, however, a nice introduction you know. would be the base um, this is our this is our barrel aged beer this is it we're not hiding behind anything we're not hiding behind the adjuncts uh, we will use ampli- uh, we, will, we will use adjuncts to amplify flavor but uh, it's not it something pull
0: all the barrel character that you can off of this yeah thing. it's not there something that we're barrel, hiding behind we're very proud of it that. yeah it's wow, really nice early on too yeah and that delightful, like, kind of just it's, its its not even Baker's chocolate. It's like milk chocolate almost with yeah. barrel. Like, I'm getting booze. Yeah, I mm. go to like
3: brownie batter. Like, it's, uh, it's like beautiful. it's like a smooth kind of uh, thick, a bourbon brownie, got brownie got a batter. Ni- it's yeah. got
0: a nice body to it. Give me a nice little burn going down. Mm-hmm. Might be the chicken sandwich I paired with it, but you know, <laughs> that was like ten minutes Space ago. Space so so debris. Triple
2: by B. <laughs> bourbon brownie batter.
0: Oh Oh. <laughs> You heard it here
1: first. Bourbon brownie <laughs> batter. Let's go. Better business bureau. No. I'm not going to try to be, I don't
0: want to be like too over overly needy, but I want to try uh, vanilla next to it. Oh, we absolutely. Can, so is vanilla. Is, is this a similar base or is this like, all right, no, we have to brew a base that's kind of going to be built to hold up to a barrel.
1: So um, we, we don't necessarily build our stouts for a barrel while we think they are totally suitable to hold up to a barrel because there's things that happen in the barrel especially thinning out thinning out is a big thing in barrel aged beers because they have more time to rest they they start to you know succumb to all of that aging um so our space debris vanilla was our iteration after space debris hazelnut and space debris vanilla was actually made even thicker than hazelnut. So there's more body there. There's there's more room for it to be eaten away from the process of aging in a bourbon barrel. And that's what we're going to build upon when we do our next batch here on Valentine's Day and we're going
0: <laughs> So you guys have the brew day scheduled for the 14th. Oh, oh we, yeah. we, we
3: didn't. We didn't say, "Hey, Ryan." Uh, I know we got a bunch of spare time, but uh, because What do you love. think about doing on Valentine's Day? It's no, it was passion. out of
2: necessity. Their wives are going to be leaving them yeah. because like, they're <laughs> spending the time like here. They don't even want
0: to like get any, <laughs> any, any, tail. I mean, like, what? Yeah, It's yeah, like you guys are trying actively not to get laid. Like, <laughs> like yeah, right. good work, boys. <laughs>
3: I thought when you owned a business, it just kind of fell in your lap. Yeah. not necessarily <laughs> the case. <laughs> From
0: the person you live with.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah they have a, they have the brewery mistress right now. Yeah. You know, See, so I'm not.
0: Goodness. I'm not good with him leaving right now. I have
2: questions. And
0: well, he's what do you gonna, What do you want to know? I feel like he mic dropped me. I feel like he was like, hold on. I got mic drop. Mike Palin, not shout no, out. A microphone. What's up, Mike?
4: No, speaking but like, of, all right, uh, here you come.
0: he comes back.
3: Speaking of, I think it's probably a good time. I just said his name, so we're, we are doing a little uh, collab with uh, Mike Palin. Oh, we are! Ooh, couple, you heard it here first, Joe Bobby
1: podcast. Yeah.
0: Breaking news! <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, that's Sports Center, but also <laughs>
2: <laughs> the more you know.
3: Yeah, uh, we will be making a beer together. When's this, we'll, when we'll is this podcast going to be released? <laughs>
0: And we will leave it at that. And we will like, leave it at that's that. We can expand all
3: you can do on w- would that Would you like, like me to expand, Joe? This is we a can, we can expand. Beer. <laughs> all <laughs> right.
1: So here comes any? Cody with the Space Debris Vanilla. Does
0: it have anything that I could uh, attach to? Like Yeah, no,
3: 100%. So we're yeah, yeah. Whole, whole 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 pretty open. We're going to blow it up. Um, it is a... So it's going to be a black IPA, but we're kind of taking like a new. Jesus Christ. What is wrong with you two? We're taking (laughs) a New England style approach to a black IPA, essentially. Yeah,
0: Energy City tried that. It wasn't good. I like that beer. (laughs) At Small Bad Shake one? Oh, that was good. That was awesome. Okay. Because he put a bunch of pineapple in it, and it was delicious. (laughs) And then he tried to release it as a chocolate shake, and it was not good.
2: You're going to have a little. What
0: are you guys doing different that's going to make me go. Bam.
2: You're going to have a little faith in us, Joe.
0: You make, like, don't look at me like that. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Don't hashtag like I don't believe have in beer. faith in you. Believe in beer. Yeah. Believe in beer.
2: <laughs> believe in brothership beer.
0: What, what was it? Mm. What was it? What
2: was yeah. it say? Joe is now uh, What's it say? full. You know
3: what? I'll, I will is sure. I'll honestly I'm, say. <laughs> I'm Cam Newtoning it. <laughs> Cam Newtoning it. Yeah, that's a
1: better. Back in my homebrew days, I did meet another homebrewer. Who provided me with a black IPA that I thought was just absolutely fire. a
0: Cascadian dark ale?
1: Probably, if you,
0: if you wanted to be specific.
1: Well, I do love Cascade hops, so that would make sense. I
4: don't
0: know if that's a thing, but I know it was Cascadian dark ale. Was that's the, probably because all of them had judgmental Cascade category. hops. Category,
1: but what I will say is, I think that is a gap in the market, and I think that's something that will be untapped. Hopefully in 2021. What
2: is the beer of 2021? It's the black
0: IPA. Yeah. Stop. Rumor has it. Tell me you don't actually believe that that's happening. We read it two 2021. Yep. We're and now in we know people, are, people, Joe, are, still, Joe, people are still buying Sauce <laughs> in Space. Joe, I bought that the
1: same place I got my Dogecoin. <laughs>
0: Callback joke. Let's go. We, we sent back 20. the ten barrel brew house for a four barrel brew house, <laughs> <laughs> and we're making black IPAs. They're cascading. They look like uh, creamer at Starbucks. Get them no while deal. they're hot. Yeah. No, I
3: think it, 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 I it, ain't
0: mad at you don't worry. Phase three got a black IPA coming out next week. Bell's, Sorry about that.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, Bell's coming. Brewery just oh. released uh, Black Heart. Yeah, I did see that. That looks interesting. Did anybody? Did anybody hear?
0: That? I feel like I'm going to have to edit this out, but just because we're all friends. Did anybody sure. listen to the uh, Boulevard stuff? Yes. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. It's, it's not rough. good
3: when you don't treat people correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's crazy.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Moving on. Moving on. Uh, Okie dokie. <laughs> anyways. So, all right. We got through the origin story. We got through Tom, where Tom came on. We got Mr. Panazzo came on. We're, we're looking into the future right now. So, we got some stuff in a, a barrel at least what else what else is coming that you know what
1: you know what's so cool is that like we're we're looking at a barrel on casters <laughs> that hold a car up and yeah, it's like pretty dope like i hope we do a podcast next year two years from now oh, and man. it's like do I you do a remember movie
0: every 6 months i don't care do you remember when we looked I'm at that whore.
1: barrel on a Couple of casters that bro- hold the car up. They're while broken, you're like- by the
3: way. They're broken casters.
1: Yeah, because we brought the brew house in on them. That's the only Space reason we debris had them.
2: Broken casters
1: that they
3: can break at any time. No, and that's a terrible. We will all name, be Tom. looking at each other. What was me? <laughs> we knew they were broken, me. and we still didn't move them.
1: <laughs> no, but like that's that's the story of brothership, right there. Like we have a barrel on two broken caster wheels. We started making beer on a homebrew system in a cooler like brothership is defined by what that is like that's mm-hmm. so cool like we just were taking what we have the resources we were given and we're making it happen and i love it i we love turn seeing that people into, in a tap room right
3: we turn that into 20 smiling people in our tap room right now i mean it's it's great yeah, and I mean, it's so cool.
1: Like we we've been so lucky to have so many. Like I don't think we've shouted out all the people who carry our beer yet, and I'm not going to name them name by name. But you know who you Should. are. <laughs> do you have it? That's my real question. Uh, I mean, <laughs> week we could. Yeah. yeah. Do you Do you want me to?
3: Who's carrying
0: right now?
1: We all had right.
3: a good amount. Ryan Who's made a packing? good post. Uh, Who's you could, you could check the Instagram. I think you had a pretty good up to date list on it. Should we?
1: I think we could go through it. Let's, Let's go. go through it. All right. So we have. Um, iron and Glass Manuka, Iron and Glass Romeoville, Crafted, Open Bottle, Beer on the Wall, both locations, Arlington stop,
0: Heights stop. and before Park Ridge. Go, before you go further... How are you pulling this? Is this yeah, I was like, going to say, before what, you go further, total? let me what's get the total. I think now. we
3: got about 23 different all spots right, that all right. we're in. So
0: we can, we can appreciate that. So we're, we're talking big hitters, open bottle, crafted, uh, iron and glass. Bin, and and some I, 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 I feel bad. And I feel bad because
1: there's so many people who've reached out, like great places. Right. And I, we just don't have the peer.
0: So explain that. Explain that because when that person emails, Do you guys have info at Brothership, whatever, like email, like whatever email they're emailing? It's like, well, always always get your beer. Explain to them how many cases of this beer are you actually canning, and how often are you able to can it? Like, yeah, we're canning um,
1: probably about once a month on average. I mean, like, thank
0: thank God people can have kegs of beer on now. But you know, but there was there was a dark couple of months there where it was like how many cases of beer can you take like you know and actually move it so right now you guys are you guys are looking at a canning run like what's a canning run for you guys right now how many cases are you getting out to the public outside the
1: tap well typically we're canning about 200 cases um per run so we're doing about 200 cases and i'm gonna run through the whole list
0: yes (laughs) give them all the love Give him a little shout. out Give him personal shout-outs. I don't care. So we got Patrick all, Bish,
3: Julie yeah. Bish. There's we definitely. We love you. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, that's that, that's uh, yeah. Obviously, they're the catalyst there, but that's Mike, and Mike's our Mike's our contact.
1: All right, here we go. We have crafted open bottle. Mikey Nicaragua. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Um, prestige. Beer Cellar Geneva. Beer Cellar Glen Dave, Allen. Ollie. Beer here on the Wall Park Ridge and Arlington Park. McCarty Mills. We have Iron and Glass Romeoville. Iron and Glass Minuka Eric Colt. Christy, Kemp's upper Maggie. tap t-shirt Jonathan I'm currently Kim. wearing. let Best of
4: oh
0: oh the best. <laughs> Jonathan Kemp. Let's check go. him out. Get you a pair of action shorts. Get you some Wednesday. Get you a margarita. Krispy Kreme cheeseburgers. We just well, broke somebody's speaker. <laughs>
1: somebody's like,
0: <laughs> no headphone alert
1: was given here. <laughs> sorry, my headphones were broken too. All right, my boss
0: uh, fired Ken me Glenn. because
1: you guys were yelling. <laughs> oh man, sorry for the firing. Um, Kenwood's, Homer Glen, uh, Capone's Liquor, Orange and Brew. Yeah,
3: we have Binny's Evergreen Park. Shout out to Nico. Nico, Nico Toro. Nico Ayo. Nico Ayo. That guy shotgunned a beer or two in his life. Rumor has it. A couple.
1: A couple onesie twosies. Uh, beer Miscuous Lakeview and Highwood. We have the Beer and Now, the Beer Bazaar in Hainesville, Bitter Pops, Flight in Yorkville. Yeah, it's Yorkville. Um, we have bottles and cans. Malloy's in Naperville and Malloy's in Lyle. And we have some draft out at, actually at Brass Tap, and we have some uh, draft out at Two Fools too, which is very cool.
4: Yeah. Shout and out and to Naperville? Two Fools.
1: In Naperville? They, oh, They absolutely. share that little
0: parking lot with the snow globe dome of uh Solomone, yep. yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. No, so, I mean, we, right. we take their ciders here, and people and you, love look, them.
0: You sound super diplomatic and like, I love everybody. We're getting beer out like... How hard is it to be like, we only make this much. That's all we got. We do the
1: best we can to to spread out what we have. I mean, that's
3: a tough question. Um, We essentially always want to give everybody beer. I mean, even when we were homebrewing, it was like kind of... Not great when people are like, "Oh, I'd love to try your beer." The, the, the intention is never it was to like, like a
0: whole thread on our on our membership <coughs> page yeah, of like, crafted. Be like, <laughs> "Hey, I had this weird, like, bright colored, hazy IPA." Yeah, we where don't, did that come from? <laughs> oh, brothership. We don't. Well, do they only well, yeah. make like a couple of swing tops a week, or and whatever, that, that's like, not a problem exclusive
1: to us. That's a problem from every brewery ever. Like, if every good beer you've ever had, you know you can't just go on the shelves and get it. If you look at breweries across the state, across the USA, you're not going to be able to just go on the shelves and get that beer. And we do the best we can to divvy it out to the places that reach out to us and the places that we collaborate with. And we're always open to expanding that as we are able to, but it's just so hard. I mean, you're never able to hit every spot that you want to, but we're always trying to reach out and make it more available
3: yeah it's tough you don't i mean sure the 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 words sold out are great for a brewery the words uh you know coming soon you know you could you could hype it up as much as you want but at the end of the day we want to be able to give people the beer that they want and uh you know i mean we only have so many tanks we only have so much time but as we look to improve on both of those things i mean we'll always keep the quality where it's at, and uh, hope to just uh, move in a direction forward where we can get more beer to more people.
0: Honestly, like from my eyes, from, from speaking to our breweries at whatever 90 episodes or so that we've done, um, and not a lot of repeats, it's like, all right, you follow a certain path, but you guys are on, you guys started on a different schedule than those breweries that followed that specific, like, grained out path. So for you guys it's like how do you guys see year two of of hop contracts and like all the little all the little shit. All the stuff like space wise, are you looking at I'm gonna lease that side or that side, you know, the the yeah. the, the, the building that you're in right now. You're in a industrial park like a lot of places that brew beer, like You guys plan on trying to get more space? You guys, obviously, you don't have to like put your cards on the table. No, I mean,
1: I would say absolutely. I think we're we're never gonna say never to anything. We're always looking to the future, and we've had those conversations. Do we want to move in next door? Do we want to get a more commercial location? What do we want to do? What's our next move? But we're always talking about that, and I think anything is on the table right now. Um, It's it's really. It's really cool to have the opportunity that we have where we're making beer that we love to make and people are digging it and we're just going to you know, see what the future holds for us. Uh, Tom, do you have anything to add on that? Because I know I Tom's over 401 there.
0: 401 Ks tied up in specific no, no, accounts no, no, no. and Robin Hood is blocking all my shit right Tom, now. Tom is no our operations guy. and, no, and
2: I, I would agree with that too. We're open to... To everything, it's been a challenging year, not just for us but for everybody. That's uh, we have a saying around here: if you don't like the way things are going at Brothership, don't worry; it'll change in a week because it has every week. <laughs> we've we've pretty much changed our business model seven times this this, this first year we've been in business.
0: Proud of you, uh,
2: and that's <laughs> that's from going uh, to taking everything that we have inside, putting it outside every day. That was fucked up. Yeah, that was a weird summer. That was (laughs) was a weird summer. And and only to have to bring it back in at night. uh, To having twenty five percent capacity. To having to goes only. I mean, it's uh, I'm uh, what I'm impressed with is just the support we've got from this community and how much we see how much they love our beer right now. uh, That they keep coming back no matter what the challenge is and. we have people coming here all the time i haven't been here since we were sitting outside in the summer and uh, i'm glad you guys are back open Uh, things like that we're we're just uh, like i said we're just constantly changing and yeah we we appreciate the
1: craft beer community absolutely they're absolutely so supportive of everything we've been through and they've helped us you know make sure that we've been viable through this whole thing.
3: It's really amazing I mean that first uh, just that support each other beer that we did I mean that sold out very quickly and that just goes to show I mean you could have Three different breweries in the area, and you guys are all going to be just fine. Like I mean, this mile is,
0: and a half away from each other. It's insane. <laughs> at I the mean, most, you
3: look right. at the tap room now, and and we're you know decently full. It's about closing time. We're and it's still a, full. It's about right? closing time, and we're in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this isn't going to be enough uh, space. I yeah, mean, it's it, negative
2: three out right now. So. <laughs> right.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, we're dealing. I mean, not even fair. Like this is literally sh- not even fair. Like, like the whole I texted
3: time. Joe earlier. I said, "How cold is too cold to." Wear a uh, average Joe cutoff, uh, cut yeah. and, uh, and
0: and I see you wearing fully sleeved champions crew neck. I'm,
4: I'm yeah. not I'm the not sleeves not are pulled it. up.
3: Champion uh, got my sponsorship for this <laughs> podcast actually. So undercutter bastards. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I, I appreciate the hospitality. I've been dying to do this podcast since I don't know, probably early eighteen. <laughs> it says it had to be 2018 early on where, where i met you guys and i knew something was going on here like you guys yeah. were doing something we're, and, making, uh, we're making
1: something yeah
0: and then once <laughs> i found out you guys were actually doing this place we we talked a little bit we're like hey you guys were always cool like whenever you're ready we're ready and it's kind of like no 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 you guys get up and running and then then i'll be ready to have that podcast with you and then it was like Pandemic. hey guess what Everybody in the world's sick So <laughs> Figure it out, bitch Like And that was kind of like I don't want to I don't want to like Put people in a bad position And be Unmasked in front of you You can't You can't sit here and do a whole Two and a half hour podcast With masks on Right So you know, we're finally in phase 4ish, you know, whatever that means.
1: Yeah, you can have gatherings of, yeah. of a certain kind. Joe 10,
3: Bobby's 10 back. Plus, yeah. We're back. I mean, I think I we're all heading in the right direction. I blame this all on
0: loving good. This all Alex <laughs> loving good's fault. Texting me saying, "Hey, I got a podcast. What's where's yours at?" I thought you had a podcast. So well, Joe,
1: we appreciate <laughs> yeah. you. Like this is awesome. It's nice to get out and talk about what we're doing here and just, you know, let everybody know. What Brothership's doing? Yeah, what even, we look like?
3: even beyond your podcast, I mean, I learned something from even Ryan and Tom tonight. Yeah. I mean, this is just... its, a, it's how a, I was feeling. It's a good get-together. I mean, we don't always get the time to sit around a table and drink and talk and... Uh, Right now we got a packed tap room, but you know we yeah. we kind of adjust staff as necessary. And I even learned something from these guys today.
2: So. Tommy promises, Thank promising him all the world. Right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> see that face right there?
2: Yeah, you can't have him. Yeah. He's all our show. Yeah. No. Yeah, if he needs extra hours, yeah, let me know. Let yeah. me know. Let's He'll see drive it. up with Josh.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, don't worry. We get Josh. Any, anytime we need all right, that this little podcast is over. <laughs> no, it's never over. Um, so Bobby. I mean, is that it? What, what else? We, we talked about the Barrel Age program coming up. I mean, the, on, honestly, the thing that I, if I was leaving people, like, sure, they might not listen two hours and 40 minutes in, but I'm gonna, I, I would leave them with, like, don't get me wrong. Get all the hazies. They're going to can them up. They're going to be the, the shit. But if you come in here try out them sours baby them sours are tight yeah. like you guys have like a, the most low-key sour program that <laughs> don't don't sleep <laughs> seriously on yeah and
3: that, that's the beer that the i mean aside from barrel aged beer that a lot goes into those beers so i mean you know hazy well, i can't beers. drive
0: here and get a barrel aged beer i can't R- i can't sure. take a drive tr- right a lot goes into year. our sours maybe next year yeah we're
3: very proud of them we're very happy with them um like we kind of mentioned earlier anything that we put out we're, we're proud of but our our sours have been kind of a um maybe not surprise. i think we knew, we knew what we had when we were brewing it but uh it, it's well some- received yeah it's something that we really want to push out there and and it's something that we we'd hang our hat on that we're uh you know just as good as anybody else uh in the area and uh give those a try and if you like it great
0: they're yeah. super fun i mean it's like yeah, sure. Kind of looks like a Starburst on that uh, chalkboard label, but kind of tastes like a Starburst. <laughs>
3: yeah, it's something, it's something for everyone. That's yeah. what it comes down to. It's yeah, something for we, everyone. We never
1: want to like falsely advertise what we're going for. Like, if we give a flavor profile, it's because Kyle and I brewed it and we talked about it and we think it tastes like that. So we're always going for you know the best flavor profile possible. And when we're trying to hit a style, we. We try our best to hit it. Oh, Josh is back! Let's He's go back. full circle. Full we try, circle. we try and hit a beer. He knew
0: this podcast would still be going
1: on <laughs> if he watched. <lost laughs> Josh, get up, get on the mic.
0: He's like, I got at least
1: two hours. <laughs> um, no, when we try and hit a beer style, we're always going for world class, and and that's just yeah. what we do.
3: It's 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 essentially the target every time. I mean, we we don't make beer. I mean, just even sitting uh, doing canning, you know, we're we're not going to bring a canning company out to package something that we don't think is uh, fantastic. And at the end of the day, we hang our head on that. Um, anything that's not good, <laughs> uh, we won't we won't <laughs> yeah. put out. Yeah,
1: absolutely. No, I mean, I would. I'd rather see a beer go down the drain. Then go into another person's hands, unless it's
0: the best product we can possibly all put out. on us for this one. <laughs> like, I mean, and you can t- you take this as as you know uh, criticism, or take this as as like encouragement. But from what I've seen, being around you guys and the people that you obviously surround yourself with at the bar and behind the bar, it's like. You guys are doing it right Like that's 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 an important thing That I don't think A lot of people Are talking about right now There's Hundreds and hundreds Of breweries In the Chicagoland area It's like Sure they make Good beer That's fine But like Tom doesn't look Unhappy behind the bar <laughs> Yeah <laughs> No not Not Tommy Soltis Tommy Promise Tommy Promy. Shout is, out to Tommy Promise He's having Let's the go. time Of his life On a Saturday night uh, Like Treating your people well Like I mean that That's something that I would imagine You guys have a a ton of kind of perspective on that's my favorite not part about Bain, beer. Man. You know, like you guys are. We're, like, yeah,
3: we're in the business of hospitality like, at the absolutely. end of the day. It's it's a. I mean, beer. You Surround beer,
0: yourself with people like Josh Crane in your tap room and Zaddy Cornetta. And but if Tommy's yeah. behind the bar, we got we got Michelle behind the bar. Like everybody's smiling, everybody's having a good time. Yeah, it's not easy to do on a Saturday night when it's busy, like in a pandemic, to be like. Ha-ha! I'm faking it, like. Yeah, and that's also something that I mean. Like, I don't
3: know how many fourth walls we're crossing right now, let's but cross that's them a, all. That's also something that you guys do great at phase three. I okay. mean, I feel that like, place
0: sucks, I feel uh, like everyone's, on, uh,
3: <laughs> you know, jive and having a good time, and and everyone feeds off that energy. Uh, that's what you're, you're not looking to go out for your maybe one night out of I mean, the week. You don't even and, have to call that phase three that.
0: energy. Call that you Joe a, Bobby energy. You have a small and what window. he emanate. You have a small window to, to close that deal. Yeah, I mean, sure. Josh sure looks like ahead. shit, but don't get me wrong; <laughs> he's making people happy.
3: <laughs> the guy will make you smile.
1: <laughs> the Joe Bobby energy.
0: No, I don't want that. I don't want that. But like, <laughs> tell me, like, like how how are you guys doing it? Like, this is not. is five guys again. As far as I know, you guys can clarify if I'm wrong. But like, equal parts for the most part, right? Like equal, everybody, equal. Yep. everybody's equal. in. Everybody's in the pool. So we're you, we're got, you have to convey that through the people that are up front. You know, like obviously yeah. in some regard, like
1: we're doing so. it because we love it, and I think that energy leaks onto the people who come in here, and it's it. That's really what it comes down to. Like Kyle and I, we're producing the beers that we think are the best possible beers we can make, and that energy just bleeds into the staff when they try the beer. Bleeds into other owners yeah. and i Tom. You tell me why? Why do you love this place?
0: Because he's got that small Tommy Bahama chair. <laughs> <laughs> <That's gonna laughs> How do you get up from that thing? I can't. You're like a
4: freak of nature. I them up yep. earlier. But well, why don't you have a regular <laughs> chair then? <laughs>
0: I can't. I, I can't even understand it. Because like, it must a, be better for his knees. Find another
3: know. chair that says Tommy Bahama, and yeah. he might it's sit got a, in it. It's got a cooler. It's got a that's cooler true. built
2: into the back. That's part <laughs> right, of the I charm. I am mad at that. I ain't mad at that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's that's copyrighted. Part of the charm. I'm not mad at all. <laughs> yeah, it's mine. Yeah, that's. <laughs> don't touch that.
2: All well, right, boys. Uh, anything else? No. Well, it, it's, as proud as we are as uh, the people that are out there right now, just loving our beers, uh, we're equally as proud they're having a good time when they come to the tap room. Uh, we get a lot of positive feedback on timely service and cleanliness and things of that nature. Good we're good squad keep, here. Yeah, we're keeping yeah. people safe in the community uh, during the during the COVID crisis here. And uh, uh, we just want to continue that, make sure everybody's safe and, and having a good time
4: and enjoying I ju- our beer. Yeah. I'd just yeah, like I to agree.
3: say like thank you to everybody. I yeah, mean, it, it, it's insane. Yeah. The, the amount of uh, support that we get throughout a pandemic is like always shocking you know every time that you 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 have a beer release or anything and you know people come through the door you know there it's questionable times for a lot of people but we've always had faith in in our community and our kind of reach and uh that's essentially all. Just, uh, you know, thank you to everybody that, that believes in us, and we'll keep the beers coming, and uh, we'll move on from there. Who are
0: these superhumans that want to come out during yeah. this? And out. <laughs> what kind of extra mass do you have that we don't know about? Right, a lot
3: of 4x4 four four, yeah. uh, drivers here. Yeah. All I right, to give that's a, quick- a different situation.
2: <laughs> I want to give a quick shout-out to the, the Village of Wilkena in general. Just uh, everything from the mirror all the way down to... Uh, <laughs> Slow clap, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, they, they've been incredible during the whole process, so...
1: Yeah, and I I appreciate everybody who stuck with us for this podcast. And if it's been for brothership, thank you. If you've been here, thank you. If you haven't, like thanks for, for me, listening. Dude. Anyways, here shout here out to Joe Bobby's podcast. <laughs> like,
0: if you're here for brothership, like, no, they they <laughs> pressed the play button because they were like. That random guy from Joliet sounds pretty cool. Well, no, that that was my <laughs> lead Listen to him. My lead-in was like
1: the low. The low part was if you were here for brothership, thank you. But you're most likely here for Joe's podcast, yes. which is a huge shout out. And I'm glad you made it. I think we're at the two hour forty six minute mark, which yeah. is cool. Because you can um, read minus edits, and I can read.
3: There
0: will be no edits.
3: <laughs> we're not breaking any records tonight, but I'm I'm I'm, I'm happy we're, with what we're we close. did. We're
0: close. We're pretty close.
3: Are we? Should we keep eh, going? <laughs> no.
0: No, we have another hour plus in our hands. Do you want to taste
3: like our unfermented beer that we brewed last week or something?
4: <laughs> you want to taste wort? <laughs> you
0: want to taste some wort? All right. No, that but awesome awesome experience. I knew I knew this would be the kind of podcast I'd get once I met you guys like early on. I was like, one day I'm going to be sitting down with these guys. I mean, when I started at Crafted, I was like 6 months into the podcast. And I met you guys. I'm like, well, one day I'm gonna have to sit with these guys. So yeah. it's pretty cool, like, to finally realize that it it was definitely delayed by like a lot, uh, based on the world, the yeah. world that we are physically living in. Not uh, any funny reference to beer world, but like the world literally in general. So oh, Jamie, yeah,
1: and and then the other hand is. I was here earlier today talking to Tom. He's like, How long would a podcast go typically? And I was like, We'll probably go like three hours.
4: And he thought, <laughs> 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 No way, three like, hours. Well, wh- what
3: could we possibly talk about
1: for
0: Nobody
4: three hours? Nobody has <laughs> that kind
0: of
3: time. No. <laughs> <laughs> a couple people uh, at the bar were like, y- y- "Like, did-, did he send us some questions? You guys know what you're going to talk about? Yes. And we're like, mm, No. <laughs> you didn't
4: <laughs> no, say yes. You didn't say no. didn't say, say Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's super under control. He's got it all mapped out. Like this was great, Joe. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I
4: love special, yeah, thank
2: special you. thanks, Jaws. Yeah, nice yeah, to see you. It. Yeah,
0: you guys are pretty easy. So we, yeah. <laughs> we've heard that about us. <laughs> I was <about> pretty, <laughs> pretty
2: excited about doing this one. No, this so. was fun.
0: It was, it was fun. Anything, fun. anything we got coming up? Like quick, like, anything in the first next year week and anniversary? Half?
2: Uh, the first year Seriously, anniversaries. That's a, that's a big uh, one, the twenty-second. Uh, We have our Orbit 1 uh, February
0: 22nd Microphone Collab
2: Narrow Gauge Collab Narrow Gauge Collab What else? Um, We have another West Coast coming out uh, Contrast and Clarity uh, and we have another strange glow. Strange glow. You guys packaging Ooh, that yes, in any Yes, uh, we are all packaged and distro. Everything's canned. Are you guys doing
0: a special weekend we're or? We're on the twenty
1: third. Only, I, only the I believe uh, anniversary beer is going to be like a special. And and narrow gauge. And uh, well, microphone's not at our house, so we'll we'll figure that those details out. Yeah. Um, but the narrow gauge club will be here. That that's going to be tap room only. Um. but that's
0: it yeah everything's on the website type right, thing right, or right. are you doing right. yeah if you want
3: to follow us look at look at Facebook look at Instagram that's what we keep most updated yeah Brothership um, Brewing
0: yeah. But Kyle what would I search
3: you can do www.brothershipbrewing.com to get to our website and our square uh, link to get to beer is a little bit more confusing but you can look at it at any of our recent uh posts and but
0: that's not it.
1: nearly as confusing as but finding now, our tap room so if you want to find our tap room just call us <laughs> yeah
0: i only go to crafted and open bottle how do oh. i
4: find your beer
1: well the good thing is that they both carry our beer and they're very close to us so if you go to crafted and open bottle and you want to find our beer if they don't have it we probably do And if we don't have it, nobody has it.
0: But is Josh Crane really that big? (laughs) Yes, he is, Joe Bobby. (laughs) Is this like a South Park reference? Yeah,
3: now we're just having fun. (laughs) Fuck you guys, (laughs) I'm going home.
0: (laughs) All right, boys. Thank you seriously so much. You guys are like 40 minutes, maybe like 30 minutes from closing time, and you can't really get to the door. You really have to like wait for the bathroom at this end. In the point. most covid friendly
1: way possible. In the most grossest, twenty five percent six
0: foot apart way possible. You guys have it you guys have it made in the shade right now. So let's go slap Cody on the butt. Tell him he's tell him he's good at what he does. And uh what else? Anything anything you want to leave people with before we forget. That's a wrap, brother. Yep. Alright. Yeah, brother.
4: Let's brother. go.
0: All right. Appreciate the boys. Thank you.
4: Thank you. Thank you. Peace out bye.